Yo, 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 it's your boy DJ Academics. Welcome to another episode of Off the Record Podcast. And I'm back in Miami. We Miami. Listen, man. Yo, when I'm in Miami, yo, the only two people who I got to hit up and I got to check in with, okay? Other than the gangsters and the goons who, you know what I mean, run the streets, okay? I got to get with my, you know, my favorite Miami podcast. Actually, you know, my favorite, like, lifestyle, relationship, you know, men's self-improvement podcast, you know, Fresh and Fit, you know, my guy Myron. My God, fresh. So, you know, of course, I'm here this weekend. It's Art Basel weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm checked in with y'all, man. First of all, y- y- not only do y'all have to, you know, say what up to the audience again, y'all got to tell me what this Art Basel thing is because I'm non-artistic. What's going on this weekend? Here? <laughs> man, oh, well, man. number one, I hate you, bro, because I'm up early right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> no, that's cap. It's 1223. <laughs> we all showed up at like 11 something, and I never wake up that early. But Frack, you know, special guests in the house, man. We're, we're always happy to have you. But uh, yeah, Art Basel is like some just art thing that we have once a year. Bro, I've never been to Art Basel. I've been here for three years, bro. Bro, so basically, like, where is it? Art Frack Basel Frack, you got it. is based out of Wynwood, which is the art district of Miami. Oh. And every year, artists, celebrities, you know, uh, rappers, they come to town to look at art you know, to, to join events or to host events. So, like, for example, we got today uh, in Wynwood, our boys Earn Your Leisure are going to be hosting DJ Khaled there as an event. So they got different events popping up, parties, uh, lit, lit, you know, scenarios, whatever. But point is, like, every year, you come to, like, display art from around the world. People come and cop art. Like, last year, somebody bought a banana for, like, I think 20K or something like that. Crazy amount. Like, what? Wait. <laughs> yeah, it's wild, but hey. it's wild. It's, it's art. So they bought... A banana, a banana for like high price. I can't remember the exact moment, but it was really high. So it's kind of like so in in um I believe Texas they have South by Southwest. Yes, yeah. in Austin, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's really like creative, but it's you know like it's kind of around music a little bit, but like Art Basel, it's attracted way more than just like painters and artists and like you know you know people who are into like visual arts. It's brought a lot of music. It's brought everybody. Here. And nowadays NFTs are big because remember once again it's known as art. So the metaverse is here now. And they're selling, you know, art online, a property online. So That's it's true. a whole bigger dynamic now because art now is being virtual. And once again, rappers, celebrities, they want to get involved because there's money involved with it too. So, yep. yo, so here's the thing. So I'm, I'm here and I'm usually here and I'm like, you know what? There's not many. There's Miami's a revolving door, isn't it? Like, it is. yeah, you know, you, you guys see people like, for example, I'll be here for a few days and I'm gone. Then somebody else is here and they're gone. Yeah. And it's like a revolving door a lot of times. Um, like. I'm not used to being here when everybody yeah. is here. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, Myron, I know you don't really, like, you're not, like, fucking all over the scene, but, like, as used someone, to be, but not anymore. As not someone anymore. who lives here, like, that's is that annoying? Like, yeah. Because I feel I like tourists, to, I'm going to call myself a tourist. Yeah. Like, people who don't live here that come here, it's like it's like you're pimping out what you believe Miami is. And for the people who live here, that's usually never how you view Miami, like how people... Who yeah, from Miami view. Yeah, it's um, it's funny because I I I'm, I'm from Connecticut originally, so like you know when I used to have that ideology, like yeah Miami, yeah Miami life, but it's like once you uh been here for a bit, you start to realize okay the glamour and glitz is gone. It's like okay this is a regular city like everywhere else. It's just that everyone else comes here and they be extra, you know. But to be honest, <clears throat> you avoid a lot of that just by not living in Miami Beach. Hmm. It's when you live in Miami Beach that you yeah. deal with that that you know the fuckery. <laughs> hey. By the way, um, I, I want to have a, a real conversation. I cannot get off this episode without having it with Myron, really about real estate. Mm, sure, because yeah, yeah. you know, you know, I, I watched the Fresh and Fit podcast, 
and of course, I love the fuckery. Like, I'm fuckery built. But <laughs> some of the stuff that really kind of, you know, um, engages someone like me, you know, someone who's, I say, doing decent. Doing It's well. like, you know, how to kind of, like, invest, how to do things, how to kind of, you know, attain or secure a financial future. Right. And I'm going to be honest with you. I've been off of real estate. I'm straight, like, crypto and stocks. And recently, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Recently, listening to you and some of the financial episodes you have done, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't. So I want to have a conversation sure. about we'll that. Definitely break that before. Down. I, I, I need yeah. you to give me the science on it. But I'll make it nice and simple too. Yeah, we got to get to the fucking fresh. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh no! Let's do it. <laughs> fresh, fresh, fresh. Hey, listen. First of all, I want to lead into this segment by by saying, hey, listen. You know, um. These are my brothers. This is family right here. Okay. And, you know, I think the most authentic, you know, family view and experience is when people realize that, yo, not because everybody fucks with each other, you could challenge each other and you could have For sure. conversations. You have De to. Debates and discourse, that's that's actually what men do. You know, hey, we disagree over these points. Let yeah, me we disagreed on equipment right before the show. Yeah, let me present <laughs> exactly. Let me present my points of logic because, you know, you know, I deal in logic. You guys too. I'm glad. Let's see what's your response to the center recently. And I got to even get mine into this. <laughs> so, I came on the show. You know, I came on the Fresh and Fit podcast, and um. I met Fresh's girl, or now I'm, I'm, am I am I incorrect? Fresh, no, no, no. You okay. keep saying that, bro. Okay, a young woman that Fresh was heavily involved with. Is that cool? I'm talking. Yeah, I was talking to her. Yo, I hate dudes like this because you gotta <laughs> dress it up. Yo, I have Bruh. a new theory too. And by the way, hold on, hold on. By the way, by the way, this is not about that situation. Like yeah. we're really gonna just talk relationships and new relationships and shit like that. Yeah. Like I feel like we're just in a time, and 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 you know, I, this ain't the if, if you're listening thinking. Yo, this is the acting fresh selling. No, it's not. We're talking about just how, you know, things have evolved and we're playing in a new atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I believe, and I want to hear Myron's opinion on this before we get to you. I'm, I'm sorry, Fresh. But 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 I, I feel like we're in this environment where, mm -hmm. you know, as I said, I'm struggling to call y'all what, whatever y'all were. These days, a lot of people don't get in relationships. It's almost situationships and understandings. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And People assume that, yo, that's your girl because they might see you with her, but you've made no real verbal commitment to her. Yeah. You've made no promise of I want to be with you. Yeah. And these days, I think a lot of dudes and the environment that sometimes even women, city girls is that third day, fuck all these niggas, right? They're promoting. It's not promoting be with one person. It's promoting do your thing, have a roster and yeah, you might have a main or so, but you're kind of on, you're kind of detached. Am I tripping? Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's how the dating marketplace is now. Like women are kind of encouraged to exercise their options and get as many guys as they can. And, and actually women are also encouraged to like use a guy for different utilities. So one guy pays bills. Another guy gives them dick. Another guy it's the gives fucking them emotional city girls security. Who did this. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, and, and, and women encourage that, like, Hey, a lot of guys aren't going to measure up and give you everything you want, so it's okay. Use each guy for whatever value they bring. And 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 actually what it does is it harnesses a woman's natural ability to extract. I always say, like, women are natural extractors, and men naturally create women extract that value. So 
Now, we're, all we're doing is we're incentivizing women to use men for singular or dual purposes of whatever they combine, whether it's a sugar daddy here that provides money, a guy that gives a good dick, another guy that gets gives them emotional comfort, another guy that's just attractive that she has sex with, you know, whatever it is. But women are encouraged to do that now versus before it was like it was shunned. But now they're encouraged and they actually do it because women can do it now with the Internet and everything. And we, we tell guys get in where you fit in, figure out what, what guy you're going to be for her and make sure you're not getting finessed for the most part. I, I want a real answer from both of y'all because I'm going to give my story. I figured out, I was probably, I want to say 18, 19. I think I'm maybe 19. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm a year or two into college at this point. And I figured out, and by the way, I'm going to quote somebody who I'm actually doing an event with later. I'm going to quote the great Rick Ross. Okay. You know? He had a line on his song, Boss. He was like, yo, call that other lame for the walks in the park. I ain't looking to do something. He's like, I'm just looking to play my part. And it it, it epitomized because we were going through situations with women at the time. And we were finding out that women could compartmentalize and be like, hey, this is the guy who when I'm upset at the guy fucking me, I call. Mm -hmm. This is a guy who likes to hang out. No strings attached. This is a guy who, yeah, fuck with him, but he's an asshole. Fuck him, but he got some good dick. And that shit was shocking to me yeah. because I was programmed to think that women want this great guy, this good guy. Like, you know, they want the guy who's amazing. And you get to realize, no, women, they're complex enough to realize we could have a roster of niggas, too. Yeah, that's true. You're the money. You're the dick. You're the emotional support. You're the I'm lonely. Let's hang out. You're the shoulder to cry on. And you're the dick to ride on. That, that's just what it is. One thing I want to add to that. They compartmentalize when their value is at its highest, when they're in their 20s and mm. they can do that. Mm -hmm. But as they get older and older and older, their ability to compartmentalize and sustain it without emotional breakdown goes down with it. Because as a girl gets older, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, she kind of starts to realize I can't compete with all these 21 year olds that are out here also taking these high value men. I just want one. And that's when they have to kind of be at that fork in the road. Am I going to? consolidate on a guy that I don't necessarily find the most attractive or he's going to be faithful or am I going to continue to deal with these bad boys that I've been fucking with my entire life and be a part of the team because at this point they understand the game and that's where a lot of girls have this issue because it's very difficult for women to go backwards when it comes to a man's status look and uh, hey, you know, etc. I have a saying about that but but sure, I, 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 and after I, I want to hear you guys real so and by the way to fulfill like the story with me yeah we were listening to this girl right that was saying, hey, we want, like, fuck what you hear. We don't want bad boys. We just want a guy who will treat us good. Bring us flowers. Just hang out with us. Stop we just want We just want guys <laughs> who would just, like, you know, show us attention. And we're like, oh, shit. You want all of that? We could do it. If that's what it takes, we could do it. Mm -hmm. she, she had an ex. She used to slander. Oh, I hate that bitch, nigga. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. I regret giving my virginity to him. I know where this is going. This, that, and third, blah, blah. <laughs> anyway, my, my, it was my man. But we look, me and him, we learned the same lesson because we hung out really in the same circles. But she told him how much she hated her ex. She was giving him a chance. So we always used to hang out. We're all hanging out one day. Remember, she despised her ex. He brought her flowers, went out on dates with her. He was trying to be the good guy. Remember. The women say they want the good guy. We're chilling. Remember, this is high school. Like, we're high school going to college. All of a sudden, 
her ex pulls up. We were chilling somewhere. We were like, it was kind of like kind of on the street across from someone's home. Her ex pulls up in a very unique car that we all knew. Super dark tins. I actually love the tins. I ain't going to lie because I got tins. He pulls up. And it's the guy who she's been telling us she fucking hates. Oh, God. <laughs> so we're all like, not like we're balling up our fists to go fight the yeah. dude, but we're like, this the motherfucker you hate. Yeah. Puts his window down maybe three quarters, like not like a quarter of the way. And he says to her, yo, I want to talk to you. And we kind of all look at her thinking she's going to say, she's going to say everything she's been saying. Fuck you, you piece of shit, you bitch ass nigga, blah, blah, blah. Yo, you did this. She said, Okay, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you. And, and we're like, oh, well, if you said all the shit you told us, yeah. like, why are you talking? Yeah. I, yo, Myron, fresh. Y'all don't think I'm lying. I promise you. She gets in a car with the dude. She said, I'll be right back. By the way, she was the, our ride. She drove us to where oh, we were at. Man. So, so she got the keys, but she hops in his car. They go down the block. They're it's it's kind of like two blocks, but we could see the car. They're going to smash. Brother, they're going to smash. I live in New Jersey. <laughs> that car was jumping up and down like it had See? hydraulics. Uh, I already know what time it is, bro. It felt like it was in the West Coast. <laughs> Dog, and I kid you not. They did it right yeah. in front of y'all. It's crazy. I don't know what kind of, it, it took about like 20, 25 minutes. And we're like, is the car, is it? This is not. <laughs> It's not the West Coast. So, and I'm going to be honest with you. Our pride kicked in as men. Mm. We were about, I want to say, an hour away from where we lived at, walking. 20 minutes. Uh, I would probably say less, like 15 minutes driving. She had the keys. But our ego and realizing what that was, we couldn't wait for that to be done for her to drive us home. We started walking. And on that walk, we learned a we learned so many valuable lessons that we took for the rest of our lives that this whole thing about, Hey, they want this Prince charming guy that they would treat well and they don't want the asshole is cap. And that's my story. When I realized relationships, women's needs, women's desires are much more complex than what it is. By the way, that dude was a D one athlete. That was a fucking, uh, um, he was a sprinter, broke all the records at school. We were just kind of nobody. We were just the nice guys. Yeah. But they tell you those things don't matter. They want the nice, nice guy. guy. So that was my story. <clears throat> when did y'all figure out like, uh, and I'm, I know y'all got one story or one particular situation of mine. Either y'all can go first. You go first. You want to go first? I'm trying to think, uh, what would I, what would I, <laughs> yeah. I Damn would, it. Yeah. Okay. You go first. So <laughs> you mean like my turning point when I forget about that? The okay. turning point. Mm. It's always distinct. Honestly, bro, I've had a couple, but the one I started the most would probably be when I was in Barbados. And uh, <laughs> it's funny because back then, bro, I used to like just like play video games, have fun, enjoy life. I never, I never thought about girls until I met this Canadian chick, right? She, came, she flew in from like uh, Vancouver, came for like a week or so, and my cousin had a party. And I went to the party, and my cousin was like, yo, this chick's feeling you. I'm like, what? Chick is feeling me? No, 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 not me. And Were you hanging out with her? No, I was with my boys, just talking oh, about yeah. video games, talking, talking random shit. She's been friends over there. She's looking at me. My cousin's like, yo, she wants to talk to you. I'm like, it can't be me, brother. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I can believe it. She comes over, says, hey, I like you. What's your number? I'm like, 
Okay, cool. So I give her my phone number. Let's chill tomorrow. I'm free. I'm like, bet. A girl? Cool. This is awesome, right? So I pick her up in my grandmother's car. We go for a drive. Mm-hmm. She's like, hey, let's go to the beach. I'm like, hold on. It's like 10 at night. She said, no, let's, let's go to the beach. So I'm driving to the beach. I'm like, okay. Oh, you about to fuck. This kind of weird. Now you about like, to fuck. Like, like, what's going on? Fresh by the fuck right here. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> so we park up. She's like, park in the back. I'm like, oh, why are you parking shit. in the back? Like, the beach is that way. She's like, park in the back. I'm like, all right, cool. Go in the back, right, bro? I'm on the front seat looking at her. She's looking at me. She's like, oh, I left my phone in the back. I'm like, huh? The back I, seat? Yeah, I'm like, you, you, you were in the front seat. How was it in the back seat? She goes in the back seat. Yes. And she sits there. I'm like, are you good? She's like, no, come come help me find it. I'm like, I'm not you. I don't know what's going on here, right? Virgin, barely ever jerked off. First time seeing, seeing this happen, right? Yeah. I go in the back seat. Bruh, before I know it, my pants are off. I got a BJ. She's sucking the soul out of you, nigga. Bruh, hold on. This is the even worst part, right? Nigga, so that's, then, that's good. What do you mean the worst part? That's hold good. On, hold on. <laughs> so then so then she's doing that. All of a sudden, like, I'm like brick. I'm like solid, bro. I'm like a fucking sword. Feel me? She hops, yeah, you hard as a fucking broomstick, <laughs> Hell nigga. yeah, bro. She hops on for like maybe nigga like... hard as SAT right now, man. This nigga don't give a fuck. This nigga's like, what the fuck? Bro, hops on for like, I want to say maybe a minute. I was a minute man back then. Yeah, right? yeah. All over the place, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Push her off. Yeah, All over the place, right? I'm like, bro, this is fucking amazing. Like, I think I like this chick. The first time, that's the first time you fucked? First time. Oh, yeah. So get this, right? You liked her So then. I'm like, bro, uh... this chick is like amazing. Like, she made me, made me bust a nut. So after that, I'm like sprung on this chick, right? I'm like, oh shit, this this the one. She's like amazing, whatever. Stupid. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but look, I was I, I was I was 18, right? I, I was 18. So then, bro, I'll never forget. By the it, way, bro. by the way, yeah. Not even to interject, even though I am. Yeah. This is growing pains. Yeah. Like like I always. I always look at every dude and say, you're going to go through that moment mm-hmm. that refocuses your mind from what the fairy tale about life is into the reality. Facts. So then what happened was the next day, I'm like, so I take her home that night. She's like, I had a great time. Kiss on the cheek. What was inside, right? I'm like, oh, she she likes me. Like, this, this is dope. Like, my first girl ever. So then next morning, I, I say, good morning, um, love. Good morning, babe. How are you? No response. I'm like, this is strange. I go to Facebook. She's she's active on Facebook. I, I text her like, um, hey, how are you? You know, I had a, I found last night. No response. I'm like, damn, like, like, what's going on here? I'm freaking out. So then I go to um this is so in Barbados is a place called the Gap, right? Where it's like a bunch of tourists, you know, all tourists go there for like fun, for yeah. food and drinks, right? So I'm like, damn, like maybe she's like sick, you know, maybe she's not, not feeling well. I'm trying yeah. to like rationalize like her not responding to me. And then I go to the gap with, with my friends and, and them. And the owner of the club there was like sitting out front. I'm like, man, um, uh, Billy, uh, let's, let's say his name, his yeah, name is Billy. Yeah. Billy, man, I was with this Canadian shit, bro. And like, you know, uh, we had a great time last night, but like, she's not responding to me. He says to me, son, I'm going to give you this one lesson. I, and I told, I told, I told him like, like the full story. He's like, look, son, that girl is experienced. You're not. And what happened was you fell for her off of just the sex. But she, mm. basically for her, it was like she wanted the experience of being with an island guy. And that's what it was. And that moment told me like, okay, oh shit. Like, I mean, I didn't understand it at first, but over time I started to say, you know what? Damn, she wanted just the experience from her fantasy. So she didn't really, really want me for me. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, 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 it makes complete and sense. And 
that's when I went on this moment where like, oh shit, like you have to change your mindset to adjust. Exactly. Like I can't love for that because it's like it's not me. It's about her. It's all about her or what she wants. Mm. So that turning moment there, bro, I said, you know what? I bet. So all these tourist hoes coming to my to Bar- uh, Barbados, <laughs> I'm about to finesse this shit. I know. Funny story. The guy that owned the club bought the club from a Canadian chick. Like she, she bought it for him. So he, he taught me the game of like, okay, girls come here, come here for vacation, sand, sex, and and the beach. I'm gonna be a part of that, and that changed my whole dynamic on how I treat the women. But I had to understand, like, okay, cool. You know what? And you I, had to get burned had to, to, get burned. to really get in the game to be yeah. able to understand how to play. Exactly. I agree with that. And yeah. by the way, yeah. I, I always tell every yo, I remember my, my cousin. My cousin went to college, and I remember we giving him like warning signs, like, "Hey, listen, you got to be careful this and third. And I remember him vividly talking to me and my oldest brother, and he said, "Wow, why do you think like this this way? Who hurt you?" Right, right. He found out <laughs> later his girl, who he that was like his real first girlfriend, he was being so faithful to, was fucking half of the frat dudes on ca- on campus. Damn. They couldn't, they couldn't, and, and I kept asking him, "Why didn't you tell him?" They said. She had that nigga on the lock. Like, like he was under lock so much. Every time they were like, yo, yo I got to talk to you. Pull up here. He would pull up with a girl. They're trying to tell him something about the girl. He was whipped. Aww. He's learned since then. In college, which I learned all my shit in college. So, like, I was starting to get play the game a little bit in college. Yeah. He got burned in college. So now, and when I mean burned, like, he experienced that in college, so that's yeah. he was with the girl for four years. Damn. So now, after college, he's trying to understand what the game is. Marion, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. Yo, by the hey, way, I wrote, I wrote it down. So you, you are an interesting person, and I love hearing your point of view on a lot of shit. But when you give women the truth, I always like when you say this. You say, "Yo, listen, I know it might be insensitive. I know it might hurt your feelings, but this is the facts, and I can see their teeth." Grit, <laughs> and I could see the other women who are probably typing away, and they're looking at you as no, this got to be a hurt dude. This guy got to so give your experience on how you came to you know understand the world as you see it. So, number one, I want to put this out there for everybody <clears throat> we are nerds and we start off as nerds because some people tend to think, like, oh, y'all think you're all big and bad and stuff, you're, like, you're no. No, guys, we start off as nerds. I used to play video games for money back in the day. Fresh used to play video games for money back in the day. Yep. We're nerds that figured it out, which is why so many people love us because we were in a lot of guys' shoes. So I want to put that out there first. Yeah. So for me, my awakening was around my senior year of high school, 17, 18 years old. And back then, I'm I'm 31. So uh, I graduated high school in 20, uh, 2008. 2007, a show came out, or I think it was maybe 2005, 2006. Maybe, I think it was 07. The pickup artist, VH1. Right. And it should have documented these guys going out and picking up girls or whatever. And mystery, you know, uh, was was put on the scene, you know, and I found out about the whole pickup industry. Right. And I read his book, The Mystery Method, which answered so many questions for me about how women really find men attractive. You want a leader of men. You want a guy that has social status. You want a guy that's tall, a guy that is a protector, provider, all these other things. And it covers all the attraction triggers that women look for. And <laughs> lo and behold, it does not cover all the bs that society tells you be a nice guy be a gentleman get her flowers blah blah blah. it contradicts everything that mainstream society tells you about women and i've always said it that mainstream society 
tells you all the flattering things about women, but they don't tell you all the unflattering realities about what it takes to actually get them and be attracted to you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Which is why women have a serious issue when we talk about, we talk about the truth. Because what are we doing, bro? I mean, hell, they had an issue when you were, uh, you know, sunning those girls the other time you were here. Because you're pulling the veil and you're showing, you ain't shit, bitch. You're not really that important. You're not that cool. We you're aroused you. by a bunch of unflattering things. We, we tell the truth. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, and, exactly. And I think that's what you're, what you're alluding to. Exactly. So... Um, so the book opened up my eyes, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I was a virgin until I was 18 years old and it was my senior year that I was like, I started incorporating things in the book In the book, it told you, Hey, make fun of girls, treat them like little kids, etc." And I started incorporating these things, started dressing better, taking care of myself. And boom, I, I, I was able to get a prom date, lost my virginity on prom night and it worked really? out. Yeah. That's how I did it from like reading the book. Uh, connecting the dots, and I was like, "Damn, okay, this shit works." Because I was a nice guy all this time playing wait, video wait, games. Wait. And so, so you, so I feel like you know, in my case, in his case, we had that moment. <clears throat> I won't necessarily call it heartbreak, but it's like disappointment. Where you're like, "Well, I thought this nice guy thing worked." Yeah, and and, and, and we had to learn viciously, like, "Oh, you're just new to what life is. You have been listening to the fairy tale." Now you're in reality. Yeah. And then as men, you got to adjust. There's no just cry yourself to sleep. You adjust. So 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 you're saying that, listen, you still ain't getting no boxing nothing like that. Yeah. But, but, but you're where like, did the pain come from? I got you. Yeah. So, so my friends, my three closest friends in high school, two of them uh, had serious girlfriends, mm -hmm. like really serious. And they know who I'm, who, who I'm talking about. But I watched them get burned time after time. And one of the changing moments, I've never told this, I watched one of my best friends cry in front of me over a girl. Mm. Damn. And and I had never seen him cry like that. And I was like, holy shit. And they say, I mean, Ak, you've even said this yourself. Our smart, man, our smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. 100%. So I said, damn, I'm never going to get involved with a girl to this level. Because now I had read this book. I kind of figured out how women operate. And I'm seeing my friends get burned by it. And I'm trying to tell them, read this goddamn book. They're like, fuck you, nigga. We got girls. We don't need this shit. You know what I'm saying? They used to make jokes and call themselves white knights. You know, hey, I'm the president of white knight industries. I'm the CEO, whatever. So I saw them get burned. And I'm just, you know, realizing what's going on now. I'm figuring out women are what women really like, whatever. And this is all at around 17, 18 years old. I'm figuring this out my senior year of high school. Yeah. So, uh, so I saw them take these L's, right? And then I read another book right before I went to college. I went to college at Northeastern University uh, mm -hmm. in Boston, Massachusetts. I read this book. What it's book? called conquer your campus it's mm. an old ass book you can actually get on pdf right now on google <laughs> conquer your campus that seems conquer like a college campus. type book exactly so check <laughs> this book it? out i think his name was like mark redman or something like why that. did you read it i'll tell you right now so i read the mystery method he talked about social hierarchies or whatever but that's in the real world i was about to go into college which as we know that's a whole other different dating marketplace whatever yeah so i read that book and the book explained the importance of social hierarchies in college between athletes fraternities, etc., clubs, whatever. And it broke down the importance of when you're on college, girls really just want to have fun. And you need to be associated to some kind of tribe that will provide said fun to the girls. And when I went to college, I walked on to the rowing team, which is Division One sport, you know, very, you know. <laughs> hey, buddy, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. It's hard as fuck. But, Hold yeah. on. I went to Rutgers. <laughs> I got introduced to the hierarchy of Especially, there's a college hierarchy of who commands the interest of women. Absolutely, hundred percent. And and it was intermixed or intermingled with frat and sports. Yes, 
Those are top two always and, on most campuses. And, okay, if you get the football team, you might get the, the somehow the soccer team. I don't care where. They're always winning. Yeah. Get the basketball team's in there. But that fucking rowing team, I'm going to be honest with you. The <laughs> they got row- the white cross. No, they do. <laughs> they do. I, I remember I know multiple girls that went to Rutgers University be like, yeah, I'm fucking this dude from the rowing team. I'm like, why what? are you interested in a nigga that does this? <laughs> <laughs> That's, this is all he does. This is all he does. I'm like, but but it was something to it. Explain it. To yeah, me. it's it's a very because because rowers uh, have the 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 body type that women want. Uh, tall. You have most rowers are well above six foot tall. Uh, really lean. Yeah, because because uh, it's it's all about length. Length plus power equals speed, as we would say in rowing. And I rode at Division One level, so everyone I rode with, I was like one of the shortest guys at six three. So, um, because. Yeah, it's, is this it's, a real thing? It's a full body sport because you use your legs too. A lot of people think it's all upper body. It's actually mostly legs. Wait, you were one of the shortest people at six three. Yeah, on the team, yeah, for sure. You always told people, yo, yo, if I was like six one or six two, man, I get all the bitches, bro. <laughs> I'm fine, not bro. Wait, so, we were D one, so we had a lot of like we had we so a lot of a lot, tall dudes. Okay, we brought bet. international dudes in. Yeah, it's an international sport, so we we brought in a lot of these guys. So so the so rowers have have that body type that a lot of women like. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, strong backs, wide. Uh, slim waist, you know what I'm saying? Because it's an endurance sport, but you also have to, uh, some muscular development to some degree. So you hit that Abercrombie look that a lot of girls like. And you get like that preppy look as well because rowing is a very preppy exclusive yeah, yeah, sport that's yeah. expensive. So um, so I read this book, right? And it established the importance of social hierarchies in college and, um, you know, athletes versus fraternities, etc. And that quick, that made me realize like, okay, you kind of got to associate yourself to some kind of tribe in college because the girls just want to have fun. And what I realized when I went to, to college was when you throw parties, it's almost a competition between the different facts of men that are throwing the parties, hundred percent, the keggers, whatever it is. And then the girls pick based on who the top guys on campus are. So in my school, the rowing team and the hockey team were the top two. Cause our yeah. rowing team was very good. And our, our, our hockey team was good. And our basketball team was good of course. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So those were the top three right there. Cause it's in Boston and you know, that's hockey's big in Boston. So is rowing. And our basketball team actually wasn't that bad either. So, it was a competition. And I figured this stuff out. So you got to be able to provide the alcohol, the fun, whatever. And then the girls come. So it aligned with the mystery method, which I read before, which, you know, talked about how, you know, status is important, you know, looks protector of women, whatever, all this other stuff. Yeah. And then the conquer campus kind of made it a little bit more assimilated to the college scene and specified it. And if you really think about it, running college game is nothing more than just, I guess, a microcosm of like real life. Cause then when you get onto the real world, what do the girls want? The rappers, the athletes, the guys that have money, the guys that have status, etc. It's just that on a college campus, it's almost a little bit more controlled chaos of yeah, yeah. a woman picking in, in a smaller situation, which is why we tell guys on a college campus, associate yourself to something if you want to be able to get girls. Because the regular dudes on campus. Yo, it right? took me years to figure this out. Yeah. Facts. Hey, everybody, everybody said, oh, how, where is, where'd you get the name DJ Academics? There was, so I had a production name because I used to produce music. Then I went to DJ Academics because I was majoring in like really like hard science and math. But then before people knew that, I created a team academics because we used to throw parties. Mm. We used to, because listen, and on a college campus, you know, a lot of people go to college, they're not well off. They're they're not even like it's hard to show opulence on a college campus. Yeah. You're living in the same dorm next to me. Yep. Okay, exactly. cool. You have a nicer, you have a nicer sheet or you have a nicer whatever. But it's hard. So it's all about like so it's it's like this weird social, like you know, class stature 100%. type of thing. And it's the one time in a man's life where your income doesn't really matter. 
exactly. one of the few times in a man's life that short four to six year window status. where you're a college student, your income actually does not matter to girls. Now, you're going to lose girls to, you know, sugar daddies and shit like that, especially yeah, with the way things course. are now yeah. with Instagram and everything. This did, it wasn't around when I was in college. But if you're going to compete yeah. with the people on campus, you're competing in that fucking. Exactly. Yo, it's a I different arena, not... different rules. Yo, I, I always tell people, I'm like, I would do over college in a heartbeat. Facts. But I just don't know if I could forfeit, like, bro, having I got no girls in school, bro. None. I was like a. Yo, college is, a, is such a, like, an interesting place. I was man. a class clown, bro. Far in class. Yo. <laughs> make jokes in class. Yo, you know why you're so interesting? Because I had to learn it the hard way. I had to see the girl who I liked go after the person who, because of the situation she wanted. And I'm like, I couldn't understand. Why does she want him? Yeah. He treats her like shit. Yeah. We hear all the time that he hit her. He did this. He's cheating on her. I just want this girl to treat her like a queen. Yeah. If I ever had an opportunity, I'd do anything. Yeah. Fucking crush that and fucking <laughs> crush that shit and threw it out the window. And here's the thing. I definitely experienced pain. You know what I'm saying? Like, girls rejected me. I got called ugly and all that. I don't want you guys to think like, did you ever get hurt? No, I definitely got shit on by girls. But I never got destroyed like I watched my friends where they were crying over chicks, losing chicks, whatever it was that were they were in a relationship with. So I, I knew from back then, like, I ain't going to take none of these girls serious. And the other thing, too, why I had this mindset was I grew up in a Muslim household. My mom warned me since I was a kid, American women are trash. American women are trash. Don't fucking marry them. They're never going to cook for you. They're never going to clean for you. They're going to care about their career, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, little kid, like, mom, what the fuck is wrong with you? Who hurt you, mom? And then as I become older and older and older, Everything she told me is coming to fruition because mm -hmm. women from the Middle East are, are cut different, bro. Like she's from Sudan. My dad's from Sudan. They married each other when they were young. Like she lost her Virginia, him, whatever. And then they came here to the United States in the 80s and they were shocked by what they saw. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they had never seen like, you know, gay people, for example, like that doesn't exist out where they're from. So they had to make a lot of changes and acclimations to the new environment that they were in when they came here in the 80s. So me growing up. They're, they were always warning me about American women. Don't take them serious. They're, they're, they're terrible, blah, blah, blah. And it's now, what, 31 years later that I'm like, damn, everything my parents said is true. So I always kind of knew that these chicks weren't good for me. And then watching my friends get burned reaffirmed that for me. So I was like, all right, I'm going to take them serious. But at the same time, I was like, all right, well, I got to I want to have my fun, too. So let me figure this out. So. I, I thank my mom a lot for for people say who hurt you do you you were raised by a, like you, you came from a woman I'm like yeah and that same woman tell me not fuck with you dumb hoes you hey, know what I'm saying hey and and you're so right <laughs> this is where we're gonna pivot to my nigga fresh let's and, go and, and, and I I'm going to you know I remember one thing you know we were sitting around this very this is an epic table I love this table it's been epic. so much so many great <laughs> things has happened around this table and I remember. You know, we had, we had a heated discussion. A bunch of people here, whatever, whatever. And he said, Ack. He said, he said, here's the difference. Girls is going to like you because for the fame, the clout, whatever. And this, and, and we're going to get to this. Yeah. This girl likes me for me. Let me tell you when. And this is me being honest. I always bear my soul. Mm -hmm. This is when I went, I realized things were different. There was a girl in high school. I kid you not. If you had came to me in high school, this is how bad I want her. And you say you have to sacrifice your pinky to be with her. I'd damn. probably be like, damn, it's been real. <laughs> I'm being honest. I'm being so honest. I want to, to this day, ask my audience. She said, 
I remember one time when I finally shot my shot at her, she said the most she destroyed my inner soul with basically her saying something to basically let me know you are inadequate to be with me. Damn. Destroyed me. Did she say you're inadequate? Did she say straight like that? Nigga, you inadequate for me. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> oh, damn. God damn, no, no, no. Yo, yo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I say this. All right. And without, because I've never said, I've never said what she said. People say, what'd she say to you? I'll just say this. I'm overweight now. But it's because, like, say. you know, I, 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 I live a very interesting lifestyle, which is not conducive to really great health and shit. But in high school, I was too. Right? In college, I lost a lot of weight and I was really fit. Right? And I met her at the end of high school. And I remember her saying something to me. It was just like, you're not even like eligible to be to fuck with me at all. Kinda. And you could probably whatever you imagine, what that conversation, or it wasn't even a conversation, it was just like her saying something, and I'm like, Wow. <laughs> yeah, probably says some dumb shit like you're not on my level or some. Yeah, but like, like yo, like, you you could never fuck with a bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm a bad bitch. Not you. <laughs> Just think about this. Yeah. She said that shit to me then. After that point, it really weighed on me. I said, damn. The girl who I like the most, I used to go to like Call me whatever you want to call me. I used to go to sleep dreaming about me and this girl being around each other. And again, I liked her that much. Mm-hmm. She fucking crushed my spirit in a Everyone's second. been there. Everyone's been there. We feel you. I go to college. I stay in college for a little bit. But I started gaining a little bit in what my now professional career is. Start gaining a little clout, a little bit of money. I'm, I'm the notoriety. I'm still in Jersey. Starts to grow. By the way, at this point in her life, she went with a hot guy in in high school who ended up to be the local crip. Oh, okay. Gave her two kids this and third. <laughs> Do you want to know that this that everything that she said to me when I was in high school when I really wanted her? A few years later, when she saw where I was going and where I was at, as opposed to where she was at, it didn't fucking matter. It fucked me up. So to go back to your point, when you say, "Oh, well, she likes me for me, for me, she likes you for this," from that very fucking moment, I realize how much different was I from the person who approached you before this. Not that different. What did you see? Two different things. I can't control what you see, but I could leverage what you're now seeing. Bam. Mm-hmm. So from then on, I remember she was out of school. She was working in a strip club, had two kids. She wasn't the beautiful girl who I used to see in the locker room or I see in the hallway. I'm like, oh, she, she's out of her locker. She looks so beautiful. And I try to talk to her this and third. And like when, when I see her at lunch, I'm trying to get around her. It was very much different. She was dancing to pay her bills for her kids. And that baby daddy, that crip nigga who got her pregnant because he was a lit nigga in high school. He was a bum. Locked up. Damn. So now the things, her mindset changed. She was looking at very different things. She was like, well, who's the guy who, like, the things I was looking at, that that's not the proper barometer of a guy I should be with at this age, yep. at this time. It made me think different. 
it made me think different because the way she approached and wanted me at that point was not the same type of energy she had when I didn't have the success. Exactly. It let me know that women, especially after you've gotten through, and I always say high school slash college, yep. they don't give a fuck about your looks anymore. They give a fuck about what you're doing. Yeah. Let's it stop. taught it taught me something different. And by the way, I'm not saying that some of these women can't be sincere. Mm-hmm. But what attracts a man, for me, and you tell me if I'm wrong, for the majority of our lives, the number one thing that's going to attract us to give them a chance is, oh, you look good. For women, at a certain point, that's not the main thing that attracts them to you. For sure. It's you look good up until they graduate college and they have bills and they're living a real life. They're like, you're successful. Their priorities kind of shift because, you know, as, as a woman gets older and older, her need for security goes up alongside with it because women know deep down in the back of their brain, you know what I'm saying? Like in the hind brain that their negotiating power to get the highest status man diminishes year by year, decade by decade, as far as like being able to get the best man that they can get from a financial level that can provide security, et cetera. So when a girl's young, she could play the field and do all this fuck shit that she'd be doing. City girls, yeah, hot summer, hot girl summer. But there's a reason why they call it hot girl summer and not hot girl decade or hot girl year. They call it hot girl summer because women know deep down they can't sport fuck for a long period of time. It's always temporary. So as a girl gets older, she has to put looks to the back seat and prioritize status because a good-looking man is not going to necessarily pay the bills all the time. It's great if it's a bonus if he's good-looking. Right. It's a bonus, but it's not the main primary shift, which is like going back with when we bring women on the show, they complain all the time. Well, I have a career. I'm successful. You know what I'm saying? You want these stupid young bitches. Like, why do you care about that? And what women don't understand is that you having a career as a woman and being a high earner is like me being broken, good looking. It doesn't benefit you. It really doesn't benefits me, but it doesn't benefit you. That's the same exact thing as a woman that brings a lot of money to the table and is successful. It benefits you as the woman, but it doesn't benefit me because we know women have a serious issue with sharing their resources with men. But men, however, do not have a serious issue with sharing their resources with women. Think about the explosion of the sugar daddy culture that we have now. It is literally bare bones, high value men from a financial standpoint, sharing resources with stupid bimbos that bring nothing to the table. Why? Other because than the fact that they may, okay have, with it. they may have won the genetic lottery that they happen to look good. Yeah. And this look, is where yeah. we get to fresh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've teased it a few times, but we're finally here. Let's do it. So fresh. Mm-hmm. When we had, you know, and by the way, I love that conversation. I love fun. it. But, but, you know, by the way, for anybody who watches this, let me, let me put this, this. It's not even a disclaimer. You should know. These are my brothers here. Okay. Don't first of all, if, if because I remember. You oh no, said we're the, supposed to replace him off the show. Remember? Darn it! We're, we're I'm gone. Darn it! If if, if <laughs> hold on, hold on. For anybody who was thinking that, there will let me put this in your minds. There will never, ever, 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 ever be academics and fit or academics and modern show. This is fresh and fit. I love both of them. If I'm doing something with either or, it will not be at the replacement or the 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 expense of the other. They're a team. I watch both of them. I always like listen. I love the fact I'll be like, "Yo, Byron, you be jabbing these junks." Feel me? 
And I also understand how fre- yo, Fresh is a offset of Myron. Fresh is also made very different. If you re- really think about some of the, these guests you guys are like enamored over, like, you're like, oh, we love Act. I'm not here if it's not for him. I made him in a party. It's true. I'm in a party. I had no idea who he is. I'm like, yo, talk to Leaf. I don't know what you're talking about. All right, cool. Black <laughs> is approaching. No, on some real shit. So yeah. it's like, yeah. when people think there's a, a um, there is no plan, there is no communication. Listen, th- if you're watching Fresh and Fit, you're watching this nigga and this nigga. That's it. There is no replacement. I would never be like, listen, I'm a friend. I'm a friend of the family. You got the third I'm mic. I'm a guest. No, I'm a <laughs> guest. guest. You know, when I'm here, I pop in. We're going to make this shit fun. But also, and by the way, for the people who say that, I feel y'all have also severely downplayed what the fuck I've been doing. Okay? <laughs> These guys are on a tier. I remember when I was at the point where they were at where they're the hottest thing out, smoking, killing everybody, everybody hating on them. And you know why I give these guys advice? Because I've been through it. Yeah, dude. Whenever I have uh, any questions, who would I call? Ack. Yo, bro, do this, do, do this and do this. If, Yo. he, if he wasn't like a friend, he'd be like, nah, bro, I'm busy. I can't talk to you. He talked to me, to me for hours. Man, I keep, tell, I keep telling people, I'm like, listen, <laughs> I, I know what the place that you guys are in. Yeah. Because I was in that place too and they try to they tried to break my reputation down every single step of the way. You know what I tell them about y'all? All the time I'm like, yo, well, all right. Okay. All right, cool. Y'all like, oh, well, act. And by the way, we're going to jump into it right now because I feel like I've been just delaying too much. Oh, well, yo, act. Yo, I ain't going to lie. You definitely have to help expose like fresh and fit with the Marin. Hey, <laughs> first of all, no. Second of all, let me tell you this. And again, they, the people who didn't like me tried all the, these things with me. The reason why Fresh and Fit are lit, okay? Of course, they have an ideology, this and third. And again, that's why it's great when we could challenge each other. For sure. But the main thing that everybody don't want to admit is that y'all are entertaining. Mm. This is YouTube. That's true. This is not you're coming into the Lord's house and you're preaching. YouTube. This is YouTube. The most entertaining person wins. You know why people be like, yo, whatever. They can say whatever about me. Be like, man, when academics get on Twitch, man, it'd be a movie. <laughs> Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's a lot of people who's within the field that y'all supposedly operate in that they look at like, well, they have an advance. They're in Miami. They got this big studio. They got this enter. You guys could compete. It just takes effort. They're upset that you guys have 10 bad bitches on tonight. That y'all have guests on every night. It's like clockwork. I always say to people, I remember when I entered a field of like, everybody was just doing slideshows. This is a long time ago. They're doing slideshows. I said, this is boring. Let me jazz this bitch up. I'm about to tell jokes. I'm about to treat this shit like a stand-up. Don't be mad that you were doing slideshows. They stopped watching your slideshows to watch me do stand-up. Bro, you have to adjust. Mm. That's what's going on. So when people try to like get at you, and and even with this last thing, and we're gonna get into it, but I have to. This is a disclaimer. I hate when people think that oh we're oh we finally got him. Y'all don't finally got him. Let me tell you this. I believe Fresh and Fit 
podcast is succeeding. It's not about, oh, are they, whatever. Listen, that's an internal thing. Like, yo, this is a practice with your pre. That's not why they succeed. They're succeeding because they're the most entertaining, highest quality content. When people want to, they're watching in bed, they're kicking it at the crib, they want to see some shit on the screen that jumps off. And nobody does it better than y'all. So I always say to people like, yo, listen, just chill out. You know what I mean? Even if you disagree with them, I could say whatever the fresh, you know what's going to happen? The next night he's going to come back and entertain everybody else. But with that being said, (laughs) I just want to give (laughs) fresh. Yeah, let's go. Yo, the Miranda situation. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey, for everybody watching, okay. This is the vibes I got. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm like snitching on you, but my nigga Fresh does his thing. Every time I've seen Fresh, it's a lot of women in the vicinity. <laughs> He's doing his thing. I saw something though. I said this one particular woman. It looked like she's getting that extra special treatment, and I'm like, okay, it's cool. But I gave you a warning. I said. Don't put her on camera. Because I start sizing her up. I said, uh. The thing about, like, what y'all, y'all do, and I want you to explain. Mm-hmm. is like, you, you meet a woman. But, yo, know, these days, and Myron, I, I want you chiming on this. Because I see it even from local New Jersey. I wonder what y'all think about Miami. These women look in the mirror. And they look on Instagram and they see a bunch of people like them, like their pictures because they look good. And they said, well, this is my worth and this is my currency. Why am I getting a job? Mm. Women don't really want to work no more. If a girl who thinks she's a bad bitch, especially down here, she's like, wait, so why am I working? Yep. So I kind of understand that a little bit. So I'm looking at it and I'm like, this woman, she's giving me the vibes of, I don't know. We had a conversation here on the live, you know, on you guys' podcast. You know, I believe. Viral. Yeah. Movie. Uh-huh. Very viral. Content. Myron was definitely, like, Myron had a bunch of stuff going on. Watching him was the most hilarious thing. Yeah, I was just, I was just here. I was like, this is, this is what they talk about on the phone every day. Y'all every are just fu- watching it live right now. So yo, it's like- yo, by the way. For context, yesterday, am I not on the phone with him as he walks in here to do a show? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. It's, it's, they talk it, every day. I be telling people like, yo, y'all really think that freshman <laughs> academics don't like each other? Nah, like, nah. are you guys fucking stupid? Like, they talk to each other like every day, yeah, bro. Nah. Every it's like day. my mentor right here, man. <laughs> Shout out to him. But like, 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 no, trust me, we 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 communicate. And by the way, it, it's 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 a good relationship. It's like, yo, you could joke on each yeah, other. Of we course, play of course. It's cool. We're friends. It's not like, that. um. The Miranda thing, please explain it. Okay, so for, let me first address the <laughs> and I need your full of yo. I need you to you go after my opinion on yeah, this? after give this. it, um, give, give it. Okay, so let me first address the I think she likes me for me. So let me explain what I mean. What I mean is right because it's all the context because I said it, I didn't explain it properly, and I should have. Hands down, it's where I matter. And people say, Oh, men on the sugar site, on the show, guys, we say all the time. We meet girls from different sources, social media, 
in person. Trick or treat is one of them. It's the finesse game, right? So I met her there. Could no, hold on. Could a girl? No, well, I'm just asking in general. Yeah. Could a could you meet a girl on a sugar site mm-hmm. and 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 ignore the the reason why she's on there? I think that's what was my thing. yeah yeah. I'm not, let me let me explain. I, I need my the time in too. Let me explain. I'll go after him. It's because for me, I'm just having fun, bro. I'm never sad. I'm never upset. I'm getting lit, having fun with people. Like for me, it's a fun time. And like, okay, she may be a hoe. She may be this and that. Cool. I'm just gonna get what I what I want out of it, and I'm cool. But that's not she likes me for me. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain. That's the premise of why I use sugar sites, and I don't really care okay. about their whatever. Cause I'm not gonna wife them. I'm not gonna marry them. Whatever. Wait, wait, wait. All right. And and y'all gotta give me because I tried to get it on my stream, but I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. Y'all have to give me the education on it. So we'll on a yeah. so we'll on a sugar site, right? Don't the women require some type of monetary thing to even link up with you? Tell so, me. Okay, so there's two scenarios here, and you want to finish. Well, you want to finish your point first, and then yeah. we can break down the sugar yeah. sites after because yeah. you were going with that. Yeah. So regarding, she likes me for me. So normally speaking, women come up front and they say either I want PPM, which means paper paper meat. So it means, for example, let's say I meet you up in public, you gotta pay me. Or you know what? To start us off, so it's off rip. I want an allowance saying, you know what? We're going to meet, let's say, three, four times a month. Give me two, five bands a month, and I got you. What? These bitches pimping. And then some girls, right, they're like, oh, I'm new to the site. My friend told me about it. I don't know how to play this shit. I'm just going to go gonna go with the flow. That's the chick that you want because she gotcha, don't know what's bitch. going on. She's young. Yo, you're in her hand like putty, right? So, sorry, she, she's in your hand like putty. So just to bring this, bring this home as well, when I said, it's me for me because... One, upfront, no PPM. Two, no allowance. Three, and third and fourth, uh, most important point is that, like, she knows what I was doing when we met. This podcast, we, we finesse hoes, see the boys up. We don't play that game. You know, again, a dollar of me turns out, like, I'm not paying for sex, I'm paying for, for your time. This means that she comes into the premise saying, you know what? Okay, cool. This guy I'm talking to right now, I'm not going to get anything out of him in terms of, like, getting that, that finesse bag. So either I fuck with him because I have a good time and a, and a lifestyle, or I'm going to get the bag. And I know you said long-term plan. Bro, with me, there's no long-term. It's a month or two, three months at most, and we out. Now, that whole thing, I, 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 when I said, uh, for me, is because that's the context. I'm on a sugar site. I know, I know what time it is. I'm, I'm a high-value guy, so to speak. I have a lifestyle. You ain't think she likes it for you. No, no. Okay, it's the context, though. Where I met her and what you have to offer on the met her on a yacht. Okay, we <laughs> we spoke first on a sugar site. sugar site, but we met in person on the yacht. Yes, it's, it's like basically saying I talked to my credit card provider, yeah, and then I met my credit card provider on the most expensive thing I'm gonna be at. And then no you match on a dating app too. Yeah. Okay. So just to bring this home as well. So it's multiple po- important. points of, of of interactions here, and then and this is common in yeah, Miami too. Yeah. And then, and then thirdly. Once again, it was many girls on the yacht. I invited multiple girls, not just her. So she's one of the girls I invited. So you know what? Come on the yacht. Let's get lit. So she's one of the girls. And then we spoke on the yacht for an hour and some. Spoke about different things. What does she want? You know, what's she about? So for me, she could lie though. I know, I know, I know, I know. But that's kind of like the premise of it. And I, okay, you know what? Cool. Let me see what, what, what what's behind the scenes. It wasn't just me saying, okay, one night, I, uh, oh, she's the one. It's more like, cool. I see where her head is at. Let me see now how she, how she moves. And that was it. Okay. And we're going to get back to that. But I definitely yeah. want... I, I want Myron to... um. 
like sugar, sugar, give us, sugar give us the game on that. Yeah. Okay. So simply put, um, with sugar sites, this is the thing. It's, it's an arena that you have a fighting chance as a man. And what I mean by that is let's look at the numbers, right? Let's break this down from a statistical perspective. Yeah. We know Tinder, Bumble, etc. traditional online dating apps are about 80% male dominated. I'd probably say 90. Okay. <laughs> I'm going conservative. I'm going conservative, okay. here, right? But we know it's right around 80 to 90%, right? Okay. But I'm going on the lower end so people can maybe, <laughs> so we don't sound biased here. Yeah. So what happens when you go on these dating apps is the women have the leverage. This is why you got fat ass bitches and they put this shit and they take pictures all the time and they make jokes on it. They have four kids go on there having a demand list and they're able to do that because they have the leverage because what? Supply and demand. Not enough women to go around for all the guys, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of girls, what do they do? They use Tinder and Bubble knowing that it's a warm marketplace to market their Instagram. Hey, follow me on Instagram. Or if we match, message me on Instagram, whatever. Or to put their fucking cash app, to put their Zells, to put their uh, Venmos, or to promote their OnlyFans. The the level of – it goes to show the, the fact that women are willing – to put their cash apps or Venmos or OnlyFans on Tinder and Bumble at the expense of getting their account deleted goes to show the hubris of many modern-day women that use these apps because they don't give a fuck about meeting a guy on there. They're more intent on either making money or getting their social media up. Yep. So that's a dub. Let's be honest. Unless you're a guy that has top-tier pictures, very good-looking, etc., yep. you got to have almost model-esque type photos. You're not going to do well on traditional dating sites. Enter the sugar sites. Now, with the sugar sites... What happens is you go in there and you have higher perceived value. Offer it. Now, not only that, but act, you know this, fresh, you know this, but a lot of guys might not know this. I'm gonna keep it a thousand with you guys. There's women, the baddies, the models, etc. They won't get they won't get caught dead on fucking Tinder or Bumble. It's an ego hit for them. Facts. You are only gonna catch them on Instagram, exclusive parties, or sugar sites. Or yachts. Or yachts which they got recruited by from sugar sites. But anyway, <laughs> you're going to find them on here. So the baddest chicks are going to be on the sugar sites. Not only that, but your competition now has dwindled. Why? Because there's a paywall to get into these sites. Mm-hmm. I always say when you when you over uh, you overcome the paywall, guess what happens? You don't got to compete with all the other motherfuckers out there. So you go, you go over the paywall. Now, not only did you, you have hotter chicks, you went over the paywall, so you've got removed a bunch of competition. Now your competition on this site are what? Old weird niggas that don't even have pictures of themselves. Facts. So if you're a halfway decent looking guy and you had the status, which goes back to what you were saying, women don't really give a fuck about your looks like that. Well, this site exemplifies that 100%. Now, you're in this arena. It's a different world because the girls that you're dealing with a lot of the time are trying to finesse. So what do you do? You can either take Fresh's route where you're seeking uh, uh, your, um, sorry, your sugar site profile is ambiguous. So the girl has to message you. And you can kind of filter her out, or you could be like me, which I revealed my sugar um, bio. It's extremely, it's rude. I ain't gonna lie. It's, yeah. fu- it's, it's wait, mean. Wait, wait, but it filters are, out a lot of are, weirdos. Do you have to lead with like, yo, I'm down to pay you. No, no. So what we tell guys is, you should always put on your profile no PPM, no PPM, no allowance, no allowance. Because what's gonna happen is when you put that there, it's going to weed out a lot of all the girls that yep. are just looking for a financial come up. 100%. Because a lot of girls on there, and here's another game changer as well. I'll give you all some sauce. Um, a lot of girls that get on that site, there's two types, right? Actually, three types. 
You got the girls who are broke, just looking for a come up, want to get a sugar daddy and live that lifestyle, whatever it may be. Then you got two, the girls that are just simply tired of dating broke guys on Tinder and Bumble or in real life. They want to be able to meet a guy who has financial security because women know innately that a man that has financial security has other things in place in life. Okay. You don't make a certain amount of money unless you have your life together to some degree and maturity. That's number two. Then number three, which no one talks about, which is actually really important. There's a lot of educated women on there and higher earning women that go on that site purposely, make their shit private, and then they message you, doctors, lawyers, entrepreneurs, high-end real estate investors, et cetera, a lot of high-earning women on there as well. And they know I can't fucking find any of these guys on Bumble or Tinder, so I'm going to go on here and I'm going to message the guy. It's just that their profiles are private. You can't find them. They have to message you. Yeah. So you have to have an exceptional profile for that. Mm. So that's another side that no one knows. So the thing is, really, when you go on those sites, it's about – you're on defense. When you're on Tinder and Bumble, you're on offense. When you're on these sugar sites, you're on defense. And you're kind of like making sure the chicks that come and fuck with you Filter. aren't scammers, aren't trying to finesse, whatever. Mm. And we tell guys or hookers too. Or hookers. You're going to get rid of 80% of the trash simply by putting no PPM on your profile or no, no allowance. allowance. And that will get rid of a lot of the trash. But you still got to, you know, vet them and do everything you got to do. But the, the, the you know, that's the negative. But the plus is you are in a situation where the women come correct. And going back to what Fresh said, which I, I don't think you mentioned this when you talked about that girl, you had matched with her on a on a, maybe a Tinder or a Bumble before. Mm -hmm. Then she met you on, the, then she saw you on the sugar right. site. Then she saw you on Instagram and it took a combination of multiple contact points for her to finally pull the trigger and say, you know what, I'll come and meet you. Yep. It just so happened the last contact point was the sugar site, but she had spoken to him before on different um platforms different platforms and this is common in miami because what girls will do is they'll because so many people cap here right they'll meet you on tinder talk to you for a little bit eh, fuck it fizzles out because most girls just use it for attention anyway mm -hmm. maybe get an instagram look at your stories here and there eh, okay i see some and then if they see you on the sugar side they're like Bam. Right, maybe this nigga actually has money because he because not many guys know about this mm -hmm. and then a lot of the times i can't tell you how many times i just for my own personal experience too real talk i'll match with a girl on tinder talk to her on instagram then finally she sees me on a sugar site and she decides to link up because now she's established, okay, this guy is congruent to what he purported himself to be because he's on this thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now, are we saying go out there and pay these bitches? No. No. But you need to do exactly what women do. Women thirst trap with their bodies. You thirst trap with your potential lifestyle. lifestyle. Oh, that's kind of cool. Wait, hold on. So, but, but fresh. But, 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 mm. Okay. So, so, so here's where everything, and I agree, I, 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 that was just a great breakdown. Yeah. No, this, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I'm not very articulate. This is why. I don't <laughs> lie. Hey, listen. If anytime you was on a fire, Myron just like popped up from his shoulder like a hologram and explain the shit and be like, okay, that makes sense. But here's the thing, though. Okay. When it came to you and this Miranda girl, mm -hmm. okay, my overall opinion of her is that she sells vagina. Do you believe that? Honestly speaking, I I get why you why you would think that off rip. And she's on a sugar site. You're not the first person she's linked up with. Hasn't been the last. By the way, ever since you and her allegedly separated, mm -hmm. I've gotten screenshots from multiple people that she's linking up with people for paid dates. Mm -hmm. So people could pay to go on a date with her. It's only natural that I could assume that her vagina is on sale. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, I mean, I'm, look, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not with her all day. 
about then I I don't know maybe did did anything and and I guess I guess that's the only thing I was like tied to about I'm like yeah you should you should have the inclination of hey some of these things are not congruent with the woman who is not trying to sell herself because to the majority of men mm-hmm. and you could interject at any time Iron if you want yeah to the majority of men, if you see a woman who is marketing or putting herself out there that seemingly is for purchase or seemingly is only to follow the bag, it instantly says to you this woman is clearly a cloud chaser, a gold digger, someone who is literally not eligible for me to treat as different from the bunch. So, And by the way, and, and this is why I always say, yo, you don't fresh create all this shit. If Fresh never said, this girl is different. She ain't like the Miami girls. She ain't tainted. She likes me. If you never said that, no issue. If you were like, okay, you're right. Uh, you're right. Like I, you literally I created it. I can lie to you. I should have said that. <laughs> but, but hold on. You got to be honest, though. You was fucking with her heavy, man. I liked her. Yeah, I liked her. You was fucking her raw, nothing, her, nothing inside of her <laughs> multiple times. Hey, Look it, shit up. No, no. This is what you got. No, I'm going to be honest, though. But this is what yeah, you got. Yeah, like, yeah. Let me tell you this. I think part of what part of like, you know, what y'all, you know, the education y'all give to men, mm-hmm. y'all have to stop them from getting like you y'all have to stop them from thinking with this and think straight with this. In terms of there are certain things. You might be like, yo, okay, I know blah 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 is blah blah. I know these type of women, blah blah, and I know these type of women, whatever, whatever. But you start fucking a girl raw, you throw your rules out the window. And and as easy, it's one of those things where it's easy just to say, hey, this is how you should operate. But as soon as you get certain type of intimacy or you get certain type of deep with a woman, you almost are like, fuck all that shit. Uh, I don't want to spoil myself, but... Uh... <laughs> No, no, I'm serious that, though. That, 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 I mean, that's not special because it's pretty much every. Girl. Yeah, that's like raw dogs every girl. I'm <laughs> like, gonna be honest like, with you. I was just the SCDs you got, man. Bro, yeah. I can hold you, dog. When's the last time you guys? I got burned a couple times. <laughs> When's the These last time? No. Huh? When's the last time? That was like what? <laughs> Yo, this nigga thinking through the. He's thinking through his doctor's like file. A month ago. Yeah, like two, like yeah. Miranda gave you some shit. No, no, no. no. This was like before that shit was burning, bro. Just fucking burning. What the fuck? Who gave you that shit? I don't know. Miranda? No, nigga. This was before her. It was before her. <laughs> Did you give her the shit? No, 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 no. Hold on. If you give no, her the shit, no, no, you got no, no. to forgive no, her. No, no. He's ethical no, about that. No, no, I always go get tested. Yeah, yeah. And I get it fi- fixed right away. What the fuck do you have? Uh... <laughs> 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 fuck you, bro. No, no, no. But, but like, um, uh, it's curable. Uh, I'll say that. No, it's curable. And, the... and you know, it's funny. The guy's from the islands. He's like, bro. Sagana Rio? No, no. Okay, hold on, hold on. A little syphilis, a little syphilis. <laughs> so the guy, right, is from the islands. He's he's from he's guy and he's like, he's like, bro, you again? Nigga, what's wrong with you? I'm like, bro, <laughs> wait, wait, you don't like using condoms? Nigga, you're in Miami. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I know Myron don't use condoms because he got he almost got a strip of press. Every I'm like 50-50. I'm not gonna wait, lie. Wait, hold on. I'll accept responsibility. I fucked wait, up on that one. Nah, hold on. She didn't get pregnant. That no, was cap, no, bro. she didn't, she didn't. But yo, if I'm she in did. Miami. Yo, I've watched the get her most, OnlyFans up. I've watched the most devious games being played in Miami. Facts. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. The girl who's fucking with you. Mm. By the way, Miranda was fucking with you. You quote unquote ended it with her. She was at Ray J's crib trying to suck his cock. Like, there gotta be a cesspool of diseases around here. Like, come on now. 
I ain't hold you. I would be scared a little bit. There's a lot. This, which is why, like I said before, but it's the bitches that got them, bro. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the dudes, bro. Real talk. Yeah, yeah. No. Every time we go to a clinic, but, it's only girls in there, bro. It's only chicks in there, bro. I, whoa, 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 hold on, hold on. Hold on. Uh-huh. But let me ask y'all this, though. Yeah. I always say this. You see, us dudes, mm. us dudes get tested through our girl. If no, you no, fucking a girl, nigga. you send her to get tested. If she clean, you clean. That's true. <laughs> I actually go because, bro, I need to know. I need to know personally because, bro, if I'm out here living life, I'm about to die, nigga. I'm about to wild out. But if I, like, I Why, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. It turns out like no. I'm, I'm a biry thing, but I'm gonna. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, yo, wait. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, give me the heads up, like your act. No, Any no. chick I mess with, do not come but, near. No, I got a homie, right? I was telling Marion, I got a homie, right, bro? Yeah. This nigga caught some, and that shit incurable. Wait, wait, wait. That shit scared the fuck out of me, which is why I said to myself, bro. Wait, he caught like in Miami. Yes, nigga. That's well, up north. Yeah. Like, All right, Florida. Florida. <laughs> up north. And I was yeah. like, bro, that's good shit out of me. Wait, oh, herpes? Like, all these all these rappers got herpes. If your girl's fucking a rapper, she might have herpes. Facts. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying it's a fact. Like, if I know you've been with an athlete, a rapper, I ain't fucking with you. That that serious, because you, you, you still never know that. Huh? You still don't. Stop it, man. I mean, I mean, no, I don't smash, but he's, smash, like, he's not going to Oh, yeah, because I already know that. But you're still fucking raw, though. You gotta stop fucking raw. You're in Miami. Sometimes. <laughs> no, no, but like I'm, yo, yo, I'm, I'm he fucks a... every girl raw act. That's really what. It, if I'm gonna be a yo, thousand, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest. So with it's you. not special if he does it. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. I'm telling you, Snickers crazy. <laughs> Fresh. There's a ticking time bomb for you to catch her. I know. I know. God. God has blessed me so far, and I thank him so much. Bro, he will not bless but you continually know, every day, nigga. I know, dude, bro. The bodies I've caught, bro, is only a miracle that I'm not dead right now, bro. Which is why, thank you, God, so much. But wait, 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 what do you mean, dead? <laughs> nigga, bro, you think in Barbados, I was. <laughs> never mind. The point is, is that, like, bro. Wait, have you caught an STD too? No, no, I never have. Yo, I But, bro, I, I don't have. Yo, he has way more girls than me. Like, bro, guys, I'm, like, I'd say it all the time. Fresh is, you don't understand, smash bro. Way more girls than hey, I have. Yo, yo. Rotation. I, 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 like, I had a scare. Like, this was coming out of college. I remember a girl. She sent me like apparently there's like a text line where like you could inform all the people you were with <laughs> that fuck? you call- real talk. They sent me an automated text to say, <laughs> "Hey, someone," because I guess it's like it keeps them anonymous. Someone you've had sex with in the last, and it tells you like sixty days or whatever has been tested positive for blah 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 blah. You should go get tested, and I freaked out, Whoa. and I I could track it to who it was, and I realized. I didn't know that girl, like, well, I should have knew because she was too much of a freak. It was no way she was only fucking me. Because every every time I would fuck her, she would do some shit. I was like, what the fuck? This is possible? <laughs> so I know she was having practice, <laughs> practice sessions on yeah. Nigga, I'm telling you. So so the whole time, so so she, I did a test or whatever. We never really fucked, we never fucked around after that. Mm-hmm. But like, I was like, wait, who did, who else did you send it? So she kind of told me the story. She was like, I caught it, only fuck one guy after you. But then I just kept hearing about other dudes. Like, so she had a roster oh, of dudes. Lord. She belongs to the streets. <laughs> are, are you nervous about, like, I feel like I hear they're probably passing out herpes and AIDS. Bro, I can hold you, bro. I slowed on a lot. Like, I slowed on what that so mean? much. Bro. He used to go out with three. Like, when I first met Fresh, bro, like, he would go, what he would do is he would, he had his regular job. He would go meet with a girl in the morning. Then he'd have another date in the afternoon. Then he'd have a date at night. And, it started, and when we started working with each other and started, like, doing the pod, it was, like, starting to affect our ability to work and, like, create content. So I was like, bro, 
if we're gonna do this, you gotta stop this shit. You gotta stop running around with th three different hoes a fucking day, bro. Like this yeah. is starting to get ridiculous. So once we started, uh, <laughs> once once we started, like uh, you know, especially once we got to the studio, and he and he was like, he was like, all right, and he started like cutting cutting a lot of girls, and he started like only dating, you know, one or two girls here or there, or maybe going on one date a day if he had a girl. So um, so like he cut it back significantly from when I first met him. But before, bro, it was it was it was ridiculous. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Like every time I saw him, he was with another girl, and he was going on multiple <laughs> dates per day, and he had it like lined up where. The one girl's gonna show up, but this time one girl's gonna show up, but this time another girl's gonna yeah. show up. But this time, and I was like, eh, eh, and yeah, I mean, unless you know him a person, I guess because like people look at him like, oh, this dude doesn't get girls, no fuck away. This is all cap. This nigga doesn't fuck no girls. Yeah. No, no, he no, definitely I, does. Yo, and by the way, by the way, and it's annoying. <laughs> I do know, yo. Now, first get some hoes. My only thing, especially with this Miranda girl, I knew you looked at her different than the bunch. Mm -hmm. I know when a nigga is in. Hey, y'all are all hoes. I'm fucking y'all all. Mm -hmm. And I know when a nigga's like, hey, yo, every guy has that one girl you're trying to save for later. It's like that favorite treat or that treat, you know, that special. You're saving it for later while you fuck around with the other shit. And I started looking at you. I'm like, oh, this is a girl you saving for later. Never. Like, I knew you were probably doing the other thing with other girls. Maybe your audience don't he know was. that. Right? Yeah, he was seeing he, other girls at the time bro. too, and I said, "Let me just break my silence on this shit." Right. Yo, what did like, you think? Yo, so the thing is, and I may I roasted fresh for this too. Yeah, he did. He's horrible at articulating himself. When he said, "She likes me for me," and y'all niggas roasted him, what he meant to say was, under the pretenses under which I met this fucking woman, yeah, she enjoys my company for said company and not for monetary compensation. That's what he should How have said. How can he say that though? You know why? Because I said to him. This girl is smart. I'm gonna tell you why she's smart. But but you gotta remember because only a dumb chick. Like I've gotten, I, I've fl flown out chicks. Right? They never told nothing about oh what you're gonna do for me. But they know mm -hmm. they're like oh it's academics, right? Yeah. They they come out and they're like hey um we should go to the mall. We should do. I'm like what do you want to do? Because I done fucked you already. Like I, I need to go do some other shit. Or what yeah. could I do to make you feel like you had a good trip? Yeah. Let's go to the mall. Wait, that's the only place. You want? I, let's. I like bags. Really, they're trying to get it back. Of course. You get me? Now, that's a chick who's really dumb. I already done fucked you. I don't owe you anything. Yep. I could just send you back, and maybe you'll be tight at me or block me or never talk to me, but it's over. Yeah. Here's what the smartest girls do. The smartest girls, they're never just going to think about it in a transactional one-for-one -one basis. Of they're going to think about it as, I'm investing, and it's going to pay off. Yep. So when I saw that girl, I said, She's investing. She don't want nothing from you in terms of what you might give her monetarily, buy her. She's a girl who was down to her last. She's on a sugar site. She's on that sugar site that's talking to men with money. She's a girl who's never been able to fish. She's been able to go on fishing trips with niggas. What you stood for is the guy who teaches and gives her the ability to fish. Whether she wants to start an OnlyFans. She can start OnlyFans right now. I guarantee she'll make at least a couple thousand a month. Okay, she can start a YouTube. Not saying it was for notoriety, but there was always an end goal to the thing more than a bag. Hey, I'm the girl who is his girlfriend. And if I'm as pronounced, and by the way, I think you fucked up because you had mentioned, yo, look at, you know, I've kind of looked at the situation like DDG and Kennedy. And that was a YouTube couple. 
Yep. Where, you know, by the way, the woman ended up doing great afterwards because, you know, look at Shade Room. Whether Ari is with Moneybag Yo or they break up, they want to know what the girl is doing. There is a, she, the, the smart girls are going to look at like, you're giving us a career or an access to having something for ourselves, whether I'm with you or not. Yeah. So what I'm, what the thing is, is that when he said she likes me for me, remember, bro, we're in Miami. Yeah. So girls commonplace is what can I get out of this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? So like when he says she likes me for me, that has a different connotation in itself because remember, Y'all want to stick with, hey, he met her on a sugar side, she has sugar, blah, 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 blah. What he means by she likes me for me is I'm not compensating this woman and paying her allowance and all the traditional things that sugar babies are looking for. She simply enjoys my company. Right. Now, he should have delineated it like that so y'all would understand, but he didn't. The, the response was, she likes me for me. And then everybody was like, oh, really, nigga? Like, <laughs> so, but, but, yeah. it, but yeah, I wanna, but, also want to say this is one last Is it possible thing. for her to like you for you, though? Like if you meet a girl on a sugar site, and I, I think th it is, it, I want to hear it both is, you. It is, it is possible. If, but, if, but, if you're meeting her in that arena, if she's even thinking about that, period, it is possible. But you guys got to remember that, like I said before, okay. the arena from what which he met her, women typically don't fuck with you unless you're compensating them financially. 100%. So when he says she likes me for me, it's she enjoys my company. I'm not. This isn't a. Sh I'm. I'm not her sugar daddy. If that makes sense. So that's why it is because. Unless you live in Miami and you deal with Miami girls and you deal with how women move when they're here, that's not going to rank to the same level because a lot of people that watch us aren't from Miami. Yeah. They've never dealt with girls of this caliber. They've de never dealt with girls that literally will sit there and take an equal value exchange, sex, and leverage it the way these bitches down here do. Facts. These girls are getting $10,000 a month. This dumb hoe tried to put me 10K a month to deal with me. And everybody in the chat was going crazy like, yeah. 10K a month. Yeah, nigga, welcome to Miami. This yep. is how these girls move. That's I didn't blink moves. an eye because I was like, yeah, this is how girls move out here. But a lot of guys don't understand this because women here literally clean guys out financially. So when he says she likes me for me, it's not like literally like she loves me, guys. I'm the one. Oh, <laughs> it's not that. It's yeah. that I don't have to financially compensate this woman as she purports herself to be with all the other men. And then he knows that she's finessed a bunch of niggas. He yeah. knows. She knows. Or he knows that she goes out on dates with guys and they make money. Off, uh, she makes money off of them, etc. So, from his perspective, she likes him for his company. Right, but he didn't. Okay. He didn't explain that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That so, well. so the money she was she had at that point, she's spending some of it on me. Okay, cool. I know what well, I'm getting out of it. From other niggas. But here's the thing, though. That's okay. why I shut up during the whole thing because I was yeah. like, I'm gonna let y'all like rock with it, whatever. Yeah. But like, you know, when you know the behind the scenes, you understand. But he just, I I'll admit, like. Fresh is very poor at explaining himself sometimes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> All right. So let me ask this question mm -hmm. because a thinking about a woman who's doing that type of like, you know, you know, she's on that side. She's blah, blah, blah. Did you think that she was ever like, okay, granted you got around that. Mm -hmm. Why would you think that her intentions were ever pure? Just like, and, and by the way, uh -huh. this is this is thinking about her TikTok. We later found out about, mm -hmm. you know, her views on men was niggas ain't shit. Women should finesse. And I was very interested. I was like, I don't think you knew that because the way you defended her, if you knew that, you wouldn't do it. Yeah. So it's funny. I found TikTok when we first met, right? But the video I saw wasn't any video like saying like, oh. 
Should get like this or like finesse this. It was more like, oh, I'll make a funny video about you know my, me and my dog. That's that, that's what I saw. Then I see the ones that with the I'm like, oh crap, this is crazy. But you know, you know why it's different is because in that scenario right there and then, like obviously you know she's not wifey. I'm having fun with this uh, you know scenario. It's not like I'm gonna be oh this is my girl blah blah blah. Even though I made some trolling videos about it, it's more like okay cool. I know what she is. I know what she's about. I'm gonna play it in my favor. That's that's pretty much it. I don't believe that at all. Why? I believe that. I don't think you were finessed, unless we're gonna talk about the sense of her finessing some notoriety. I don't think she finessed you for money. But you, but I, I do believe that she had you under the pretense mm -hmm. that she wasn't into that shit. Like she sat across from the table and said, "Yo." I like dudes with personality. I looked on her TikTok. She said, I like ugly niggas. And matter of fact, fuck ugly niggas. You know, you know what my type of guy is? Showed a whole lot of hundred dollar bills. Yeah. I think she fooled you a bit. Me? I, yeah. She, How? Well, if, if a woman tells me she's into money, I would I would say it in front of her face. Whatever she's talking about, I know she ain't that much into me. Yeah, I got money, but she's into what I do. So I felt like she fooled you a bit. I don't think she finessed you because I know you wasn't about to get up off a dollar to her. Yeah. I think you were very cognizant with that. I think she was playing a different game. And the and it's interesting why she would play that game, if you ask me, mm -hmm. because I think whatever her experience on the trigger side was, I don't think it was paying that good. I don't think she was pulling 10. You know that girl was telling you about 10K? Miranda not pulling 10K. I don't not think she's pulling a 5K. I don't not think she's pulling 1K. Not at all. But so see, you, see. you know what she had to do? What? She had to look for the longer game plan. She couldn't look for the short-term plan. See, okay, so this is where, like, you have to have a super awareness of, like, what you're about and what that girl's about. So there's stuff that I didn't talk about on camera with her that she did, and it's like, I'm not saying that, that she wasn't playing a game or not, but I'm just saying, that, like, the shit that she did for me, I guarantee you, like, if she was not fucking with me on that level, she would never even do it. No, I won't say all... Stop. I, 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 no. Ack, you, you were not in that situation. You weren't there. Yo, so fresh, fresh, fresh. Hold on. The, the only Ack. thing I'm here to admit is I believe you did not get finessed. Yes. And you know what? what she gained from it, you don't look at it as a loss. For example, any girl with me is yeah. going to gain some type of fame. I'm not looking at it as a loss for me. No, you're right. But it is a gain for her. Hold on. Right? Ack. Same with you. Ack. That she gained an audience and people interested I, in her. I, you I, didn't lose it. I would concede. You would lose money. If would, you gave her money, you yeah. would not have that money, and she has it. I, I would concede. You were right. Let me explain. So putting her as a face card on YouTube was a L. 100% that was, that was an L. Got you I, quick, though. Yeah, it did. It, it got did. you a lot, it got of views, views. a lot of subs. But, <laughs> but, but with the audience, it confused them. 100% too. And then number two. That's why I was saying you traded $100 for, for, for yeah. 10 Yeah. Because the, the main driving thing, even if you both have individual channel is channels are, is that, man, people like the shit y'all preach. People listen to y'all and be like, man, these guys are showing us what these women are about. It's like, yeah. when, it's like when you're like, you were hanging out with your homies and you saw them like, you're like, okay, so. This is how someone who in a position of power who did good for himself could deal with women. I don't have to tolerate that shit. So that's what that's the only thing that like, you know, 
dudes are looking at y'all to kind of keep that up. It, it no. confused the people. It yeah. definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, yeah. um, yeah. and you know, like I said, uh, he did you a say anything tactic. to him? Because 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 yeah, I, I made fun of him. Yeah, hold on. Sure. Yeah, I, yo, I think people. Yeah. I think people thought it was like, yo, oh, act came in to break up the podcast. It's like, no, I like I saw some shit, and I'm always gonna be vocal. Like if I see you and I see a young woman in the background, whatever, and I, and I see some shit, and I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, Myra, I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. I, I see you doing your thing, but hey, listen, you might want to keep this one off camera. Yeah, yeah, big bro. That's what I told him. I yeah. said, no, I said, I said, you want to keep this one off camera. Yeah. And fresh with the arrogant motherfucker he is, was like, what, what? We making content? Yeah. No, she likes me for me. Yeah. And I said, fresh, <laughs> let's not. I begged Fred. I said, don't bring this on camera. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the thing is, like, yeah, no, I mean, I made fun of him behind the scenes, of course. Yeah. Uh, but it was a marketing tactic. A lot of people do it. It, it, it confused the audience. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't smart. It wasn't smart. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We could definitely. I made that. Uh, it, it was admit, not smart. I yeah. was right. You're right. I shouldn't have did that. Yeah. yeah. It, it, but 100%. here's the thing. I ain't going to tell Fresh how to run his channel. I'm not going to tell Fresh how to move with women. But like, he is a part of it. He's I'll, half I'll of the podcast. No, he's half of the podcast. And I guess that's where the accountability comes for y'all because... But sometimes you got to let someone, like, make the L, learn yeah. from it, for them to really take it. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, sometimes you got to let them just, like, fall and be like, fuck, I fucked up. Okay, so, so let me ask you from your audience perspective, right? Yeah, sure. You know, and by the way, like, this isn't no... It's, it's not like the blowback or whatever. It's not no canceling shit, right? No. I think it's more as like, yo, yo, we want you just to kind of own up to what happened, right? And I think it's just accountability, like even from your audience and other people, just accountability. So this, them, is, yeah. so this is where I ask you. Yeah. So say, you know, and both of y'all, I ask both of y'all. Mm. If you see Myron doing some shit and you're like, yo, bro, okay, I get it. By the way, you know, we're entertainers. Remember, you guys are the most entertaining self-improvement channel. Not that you don't have a message, but the reason why people tune in is because you're entertaining. You could do this in a PowerPoint spreadsheet just writing on a whiteboard, and you will have significantly less people here. You guys are very entertaining as well. Do you guys are, – are, how is this checks and balance system here to, to tell them, like, yo, yo, hey, listen. Let's not bring that on camera. Even if I see what you're doing privately, mm -hmm. but I have much nuance, more nuance than the audience that doesn't really possibly understand this. And for you to even try to introduce this, it's kind of going to like go against everything we talk about on the podcast. So, so the thing is, is that, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because we put out so much content that people forget like all the content we have. Like they're going to talk about like, you know, everyone like kind of just like, oh, this girl. But like they... Forget the other 40 vlogs. Yeah, well, all the other girls that he does. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it, it's like they pick and choose. Oh, well, you know, this one is it, this doesn't seem right, blah, blah, blah. And, and I get it. You know what I mean? But it's like it's his channel. I ain't going to tell him what to do. I get where you're coming from. Like, hey, but y'all are together. True. And yeah, man, we just got to acknowledge like, yo, it probably wasn't a good marketing tactic. It brought views. It brought uh, everything else like that. But it also confused people. Um you know, you know, humans, human beings make Hold mistakes. On. So I want right, to. is what it is. By the way, Hold did on. you did Can you I... Venmo her? I keep hearing this bullshit, man. You got to explain yeah. this, man. Yeah. They say you Venmo her a couple of times. They say you were paying her electricity bill. <laughs> <laughs> they said she was sleeping on the air mattress. Yeah, and, and you and you were paying her utility bills every two weeks. She was there. What's going Before on? Before I answer this, I got one last thing too. For yeah, all the people yeah. that said that, like, oh, like you know, because she she was she didn't give a shit about Fresh Vanessa, blah blah blah. I'll say this, man. She made a video. If she didn't give a fuck about Fresh, yeah, she would not have made a video defending him without him telling her anything. I didn't tell her anything. And you could tell in the video that she was like hurt by it. So she was hurt, bro. So she actually did like him. A you lot. know, for because y'all can't sit hurt. here and say, oh, yo, well, her game got exposed, bullshit. though. 
Like, like, the jig is up. The jig is up. There's game when a woman is finessing guys, 100%. But there's also feelings when when she's actually feeling you. Dog, 100%, she was definitely feeling me. Let me ask you a question. What? Two days afterwards, she was at Ray J's crib trying to suck his dick. Like, no, like, like, we got to explain that. So So if she's not heard about you, that she's making these videos, how is she at Ray J's crib twerking trying to suck his dick? Because most girls, what do they do? They try to expose after, right? Yeah. She no, made a video she, where she actually like vindicated no, no, him no. a lot of stuff yeah, without him honest. saying anything. Yeah, I'll, hold no, on. I'll definitely be honest. That was surprising. Yeah, but I'll also hold, say hold it doesn't really prove anything because, you know, I would think if your inner inner feeling is to make that video to kind of defend him, that you wouldn't be at another celebrity's house two days later trying to fuck him. Hold on, hold on. So let me explain this. So I, I think she was oh, scared of your them. audience. I think she was scared of your audience. No, 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 no. Uh, I'll tell you what, what it is. Before she met me, she was sitting with, with Ridge's people, right? Now, Ridge wasn't there when she was there. She went because that dude... You could tell the truth. She was fucking Ray J's weed roller. Uh, pretty much. Something like that. Going on. <laughs> I think... I, I don't know what he does, but but the point is, is, that, is that like... He rolls up she, the blunt. She was hurt, bro. Right? She was definitely hurt. And look, I'm not gonna uh, excuse her actions, or whatever. That's you still her. love her? No, I you see this problem. You think that I loved her? That's the problem, and that's the whole premise here. I was troll, bro. Understand this, right? I liked her. I can hold you. I liked her, but to say I love her, that's that's a stretch. Okay, okay. Because now that uh, me, I love every girl. Okay, that you, I'm with right now. Could you now admit that she was just like every Miami hoe that was out here? I will say this. She's definitely in the runnings. But she's not a bad person. No, yo, yo, she's worse than them. Like the chicks on the show, they're not. Yo, there's an 80 year old dude who probably nutted in her face. I was probably watching that. Like, yo, this nigga fresh is tweaking. Like, yo, there's an 80 year old dude look, who probably look, nutted in shore look, on her face. I'm sure there's many girls that <laughs> like, sure. hold on, in shore. <laughs> like he pulled his dick out from his depends hold diaper and nutted, <laughs> nutted in shore on her face. While motherfucking, he just popped three Cialis or Cialis or... Look, I'm sure there's many girls out there with that same thing where niggas do that. I'm just saying, she never treated me badly. She never uh, did anything to hurt me. She never did anything that was like callous or whatever. She always showed me mad love. And regarding the Venmo payments, so get this, right? My I have a roommate, uh, Casey, right? He watches my dog all the time. Uh, that's my homeboy. He, I, he, he don't need a cent, whatever, boom, boom, boom. I got your brother, right? That's, that, that, that's our relationship there. He watches here all the time when I'm on a show, doing networking, going out. So I'm, 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 not, I'm not never home. He left to Columbia for like a whole month. I'm it's all hero's fault, man. Yeah. I'm, spending, I'm, like, I'm like, damn, bro, like, who's watching my dog? He's there the whole day without getting fed, without being walked. I need dog sitter. I'm calling around. Damn. I don't this person. I don't trust him. I don't leave my dog with nobody. I don't know. So I met Shorty. She's like, yo, I got you. I'll do it for free. I'm like, all right, bet. So she watched my dog for free. You feel me? Like just like taking him out, uh, feeding him, giving him like medicine, all that shit. I was like, damn, you really, you really like my dog? Said, yeah, I, I, I love Hero. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna pay you. I, I know, you, I know you're broke. I know you're struggling. I'll pay you to watch my dog. And also, all she was doing for me behind the scenes, like when my car was, when he had a car, she would take me around, do the yeah. paperwork. She was doing a lot for me, bro. Like, this is before that, he got his Lambo truck. That I didn't mention, right? She was doing a lot for me behind the scenes. That I didn't mention. So. If she was doing that shit for a long-term play, she was making herself, make herself look really bad because she did a lot, bro, that, like, I didn't see a camera that was like, yo, like, bro, I respect that. So that's that's the payment, the first one. 
second, and then second one, secondly, I said, you know what? How about this? We go live stream, right? We have some fun with it. We troll, we, we, you know, me and you together, whatever, boom, boom. And we go live. And whatever I get, I'll give you a portion of. Because I know you're struggling. I got you. Boom. That's that, that pretty much it. It wasn't like, oh, I'm paying you for sex. Dude, it's my show the first night. If I'm paying for sex, I already got what I wanted. Why am I going to pay for it after? It's my show the first night. So the whole she thing was about... was fire, though. You kept going back. Huh? Shit was fire. <laughs> Nigga, that shit was, was fire, bro. But like I said before, like that... That whole thing about, oh, I loved it, bro. It was a situation. You're, you're fresh. My only thing with you with yeah. this, and by the way, I, 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 and I guess this is just the crux of the argument or yeah. the crux of the debate, Yeah, is that I felt you, meant, you, made, you made an exception. But by the way, we're humans. We all make exceptions. I make exceptions. Like, I don't fuck with chicks with OnlyFans. Have I made an exception for maybe a woman or maybe two or three women that have OnlyFans because of other things and other perceptions I've had? Absolutely. Mm. You know, it's it's hard to just only obey rules, right? And like, you know, with every rule, there's usually some exception. And I guess that's what I was trying to, um, I was trying to tell you fresh, right? I looked at you and yeah. I looked at what Shorty was doing. I was like, as long as you, ex you acknowledge it's an exception, mm -hmm. go for it. Like, don't let nobody get in the way of it. But I also said to you, this exception is going to be confusing to your audience. Don't bring it on camera. You know, because, yeah. like, I think you you want to see the best in her. I'm telling you who she is. No, no, I, I know who she is. I know, I know, I know from the very no, beginning. No, I don't think you've acknowledged it. No, no. She's I... on Seeking Arrangements. She's essentially an escort or a prostitute. An escort at best. And if, if, if you're unwilling to acknowledge that she's an escort or a prostitute... Because that's what's on seeking arrangements. It's women who are saying, hey, because you have, and y'all can tell me if I'm wrong, because you have some type of financial, you have acute financial, you know, um, uh, uh, um, like some opulence in your life, we're down to spend time with you, maybe sleep with you. Mm -hmm. Not guaranteed. Prostitute says guaranteed, but what's the difference between a prostitute and an escort? An escort says, you're going to pay me $500 for three hours of my time. The, I ain't say I'm gonna fuck you. What does the prostitute say? You give me two hundred bucks, we're fucking. But it's I, all about the verbiage. If she's on that site, yeah, she's the main thing that's gonna attract her to you hmm. is because she's seeing the things that she sat here herself and claimed she was not into. Hey, I only like personality. You're not going on a sugar site for personality. You're going on a sugar site to meet the very bare requirements of not looking good, not being young, mm -hmm. not being fertile in all these other things that you would imagine what women would want. Financially, you're in a position that if needed could support me if things go a certain way. You're of a certain stature. You are successful. That's why you would be on those particular sites. Mm -hmm. So when she's, everything she said there that was completely a lie. And it's epitomized by if she, when she said to you, well, when you say you met her on two or three other different, like, you know, arenas, like, hey, oh, I, we matched on Tinder before. Hmm. That wasn't the thing that made her one in the link. It was her getting the, the affirma affirmation of your lifestyle. So I look at her as an escort. It doesn't matter how it's done. Part of our debate is, 
and I think I think you're caring so much about what the audience kind of views you as. You're saying, well, I never gave her shit. The smartest woman I know mm-hmm. don't ask for shit. They get it. They don't need you to buy them a bag. Look at Brittany Renner. She's going to manufacture a kid. I told you my story with a particular woman. We could say her name for one. With Selena. I told you she bought me $30,000 in stuff. Why, why did she do that? Is she tricking on me? Is she? That's not. When I met her, I used to be on FaceTime with her. She was in a house with roaches running in the background. Being associated with me, being caught up in this whole entertainment thing with me, and I gave her the credibility, she got a career. That career spawned a lot of money. Is it fair for, for, me, for me to say, hey, she got the finesse? Of course she did. Did I give her a dollar? Never did. I never paid for a flight for her. She's, anytime she ever came to New Jersey to see me, she bought every flight. She stayed in hotels for a week straight, left the key in my name, never bought anything. But you know what she used? She used the fact that she was associated with me to get to other and higher heights. I figured out what it was because she kicked my back in when she had an opportunity to go on Love & Hip Hop. She was cool with me up until then. The moment Love & Hip Hop called her, it was... I don't need you anymore. Fuck you. So it was shocking. So so, so it, essentially, I'm just saying. So women use men, and it's ne- it's it's it, in in the majority of the cases, unless you're literally having a woman who doesn't see you for money. And th- I guess it goes back to you when you're saying, "Hey, act, you use your clout to send third. At the point I'm at, even where Drake is at, I'm not saying whatever girl who's fucking Drake might not be attracted to how he looks. But you know what's a bigger lead than how he looks? You're Drake. You're the richest rapper. That's way more important than how you look. So when I, when I per- personally say I don't feel I've gotten girls because of how I look, because they know they know the image of academics before they could even know academics. But Axe, you know how girls hate our show, right? You, you know, like this actually does not help us at all. <laughs> yeah, actually, dude, hurts this us. show, dude, this show Some. turns girls. Off some, but some do. No, I kid you not. See, here's the problem. What are th- what are her thoughts on the show? See, that's the thing, right? Like, I get it. Selena might have been I've that person. A lot of chicks off this show, but bro. I'm telling you, bro, <laughs> our fame does not help us get girls at all. Actually, it turns them away from us. And secondly, she knows the content, bro. Like, dude, dude it dude, weeds them dude. out. It weeds them out. But dude. I, I guarantee, dude. listen, the girls I, who want the girls who want to fuck Myron now, they're not coming to him with the bullshit. When a girl want to fuck me, you know, the bullshit they come with me with, hey, I could be your only one. They're not even coming with you that. You know why? Yeah. You fucking have been so transparent. It's like, if they came to you, be like, yo, like, you know nothing about me. Like, yeah. I've been literally preaching that this is how I move. And yes, it should, because what, what Fresh don't want to say, but I'll say, we're dudes. We sell dreams. Yeah. And that's why I felt you should have kept it real to the audience. Nigga. We, no, no, you, you should have been honest. Hold on. Like, hey, listen, listen. Y'all felt I was more in love with this chick because I sell dreams. Hold on, hold on. Women want to hear that they could have Act. the house on the hill, two and Act. a half kids, this and third, with a high-value man, even though they bring nothing to the table. Act. Yes, I'll tell them the dream that I could fuck them. You cannot. Lord. You could tell give them the game out, brother. <laughs> you can't tell the. You just gave the game out, bro. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, but the, the, the game you're giving out is not to them. It's, a, it's for your audience to understand. Yeah, because I mean, the audience well, was confused. So I, I'll, I'll say this: like, um, 
our our status or whatever actually hurts us when it comes to girls, man. I can't 100%. tell you, bro, how many times a girl is gonna fuck with me and they're like, "Oh, I like Googled you and I found all this stuff." Because like, if you Google my shit, it comes up like misogynistic dating coach, whatever. Yep. Like, we got a lot of you know <laughs> controversial. Nah, you go press. too hard. You, you yeah, go, yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, but, he he gets. Everyone that that filters you out, they're like, well, you know, for fresh kind of life is it. <laughs> so, but, but I'm saying though, like, regardless, like, we're, we're not team. able to like get the same volume with chicks. Like, we lose a lot of girls just off of our status, so we Thanks. can't really leverage our status. Like, people say, oh, y'all are famous, you should be able to get girls. Not really. Yo, it's bad fame. I thought girls, girls tell me, yo, drop him and I'll get with you. I was like, what? <laughs> like, are you stupid? She said, well, like, drop this nigga because he's he's a misogynist, and I, and I'll, I'll get with you. I was like, excuse me, are really? you retarded? Like, so it's like that level where like, like, yo, court team, like, even though I don't say all the stuff that he says, I'm still a part of Fresh and Fit. So it hurts me a lot of times when they see the show. Now, once again, I will concede. Even though me and him have very different views. Yeah. Yeah. We don't agree on everything. Yeah, we don't. I'll concede though. Once again, like you said, jump on our camera. Two, I knew what it was. And Probably once again, much. I sold a dream. That was it, pretty much. And so there you go. going into her fucking dream that she was a good girl, man. I, I watch her on TikTok, man. Nigga. Yo, hey, yo. Yo, one, of my, one of my niggas actually said, well, he claimed it's an experiment. I'm calling him a simp. Yeah. He said he's actually, <laughs> he's paying to hang out with her like soon. That's good. Go ahead. And he said he was going to give me a full-on review of the pussy after he fucked. So oh. I was going to compare his review to your review. Go ahead. I mean, bro, it's fine. Difference is he paid for it. He ain't going to get the same <laughs> experience, bro. Go ahead and pay for you it. Can, you can I was, was going to see who she got wet for the most. If like, you pay for box, or fresh. If you pay for a box, like, you already lost. Because you, you, I always yeah. say, like, there's nothing wrong with paying for a box. Y'all want to yeah. pay for a box, that's fine. But we, ahead, don't, we tell guys not to do that. Don't do it. Because genuine burning desire cannot coexist when you pay for sex. It, it just can't. They I cannot think, coexist. Is, 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 Have is, you ever paid for a box? Hold on. Have you ever paid for a box? I answered well, I want to throw a question right after I answer. I do want to know, is it pain for sex if you're paying to be on a sugar side? But I'll answer. I've, I have paid for sex, not for me. So, so never, if, never for you. Yo, yo, never for me. No, if, if I go so right now. Your homies? If, yo, yo, oh, okay. if, if I go to All the club right. right now, usually, and, and I only ever did this because, like, usually I'm moving with a girl or two or whatever. Mm. I'm usually moving with a girl that I'm interested in, Right. Yo, it's a lot of times, like, I don't look at my homies like, oh, you work for me? I'm like, these are my homies. Like, yo, bro, if we, I know I'm about to be fucking. Everybody got to be fucking. Like, these are my niggas. Like, we all went to college. They smoke. So, like, I'm going to go somewhere. And I'm going to be like, yo, hey, I'll give the chick the money. Like, go fuck my nigga. You have to go fuck him. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. First, I like I, if I go out to the strip club with you, I, well, I don't know if you, you, would, you, you would accept it. Nah. Definitely well, not. Well, no, no, no. no. She's she not going to come to you like, oh, he paid. That's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like, it would be just like, hey, just... Oh, they don't even know. Yeah, you yeah. don't even know. Oh. Like, it's not like I'm like, oh, hey. Well, you're a ninja about it. Yeah, so it's like, it's one of those <laughs> things where I'm like, I'm... Because for me, and that's what I can say, I don't know if I've ever gotten pussy where another nigga paid for. I'm not saying oh, that. Oh, okay. See, but I just don't pay for it because it's, it's, a psycho it's, it's, it's a psychological thing. But the moment I have to pay for me, I'm like, oh, it's a dub. Yeah, it's a dub, yeah. 100%. But say I fucked a girl and, and it was like, oh... Yo, you know, I sent her to you. Like, I made sure she fucked you. Oh, shit, I never knew. I thought that she just wanted me. See, real talk, I did it in Columbia one time. That was, I felt so disgusted, bro. Like, th this is why my nigga said, oh, you pay for box, nigga. The shit I felt inside when I paid for that box, I felt like, yo, I feel like trash, She was bro. dry? Nigga. Hollow. No, no. It, it, she, she, was, she was bad. It's just, it's just like. Did you nut? Yeah. But, <laughs> but like, it was like, bro, I just paid and I felt 
Like it, it was like, bruh, this was like, it just felt like internally wrong, bro. It just felt like, what the fuck, what the fuck am I doing? But once again, niggas in Colombia, one of them bitches from the May Ying. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, think about man. it. You just go over there to get a rocks off, and they could pay it sixteen bucks and fuck about sixteen. I fuck about bitch. Yep. No way, not sixteen. It's Honeyland, man. I'm telling you, sixteen Six- bucks. There's a reason why so many guys go to Columbia. I kid bro. you not. Yep. So, my, so I, I got a few niggas who's in the military. Yeah. They always tell me like, yo, whenever they're on like, you know, what I mean, deployment or whatever the case is, and anytime they get stationed in like Brazil for a little bit, they're always saying that it makes them look at American women so different. Yeah. Because the cost of what be, what beauty is and the cost of attaining it in a sexual way makes you look at American women like. Why the fuck do you? You're paying full you, price for something that is not worth it whatsoever. Versus, it's like going to China and buying a, a Yeezy for five bucks, and then coming over here and paying fifteen hundred for the same sneaker. Nigga, like, wait, it came from the same nigga, If I was gonna trick, it's gonna be Colombia, not fucking Miami. It's too expensive here. Yeah, like that. That's that's like, why. Bro, like, like, by the way, yo, Miami is. I'm gonna tell you how expensive. And by the way, I, yeah. I, remember we can't get out of here. But I want you to break down this real estate shit. Yeah, sure. Yo. We just came from the liquor store right before we came here. Mm-hmm. Yo, the liquors is, is, is more than I thought. I thought Florida was cheap. No, because you're buying it in Brickle. You're buying it in Brickle. Yeah. Close go, by go, here. Okay, if you go outside to like upper upper Florida, it's yeah. a little cheaper. Yeah, oh. yeah, that, yeah. That's it's funny. just because this this neighborhood of Miami is yeah. is, is overpriced because all the New Yorkers are moving down here, bro. Brickle was not this expensive two years it ago, bro. bro. It's is bad. Your people from New Jersey and New York coming yeah. down Jersey. here fucking up the market, bro. Okay, and, and by the way, and, and and here's the great thing, you know, the conversation of Whatever you think about Fresh, whatever you think about me, whatever you think about Myron, you know, I think this is great why we all do content because it's going to continually evolve. If you do like me, if you don't like me, I'll give you more shit to talk about. I'll give you more stuff to like. Facts, me too. And same with y'all. Y'all give them more stuff to hate and also to like. So the conversation around whatever, whatever, you know, we just had to make some content out of it. But look, real talk. This is big bro. Yeah, of course. He he had my back. You feel me? Like that's my guy right here. He he don't want me to go outside. I appreciate that. Of course. We all family here, so it's all good. Yo, 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 just just please even stop even thinking about that. There, there, there's no fucking plan. Okay. Like, yo, you know what I mean? Yo, a lot of the conversation, yo, me and yo, me and me and fresh, we be talking about like we talk about them joints, you know, we talk about them, whatever. A lot of conversations I have with Myron is like, yo, yo. I look at mine as like I, what I say to you yesterday. Mm. I said a lot of times I feel like I'm about seventy percent Myron. Myron and thirty percent you. Yeah. You go out all the time. I'm like yo, I don't really go out unless I'm in Miami with you. Mm. I'm usually like yesterday I'm at the studio the day before and like shit. Just like how you hear you upgrading shit. I bought mad new equipment. I'm playing around. I'm doing all like that's what people don't really. That's the not celebrated shit about me, mm-hmm. but like that's the reason why I'm here. You know what I mean? Like I used to record in the back of my car. Like I used to like I take nothing and I make it into something. You know, like look at what you guys did with a fucking apartment. It's now a fucking real like Mainly studio. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like you know, for me, I, I've I've learned how to try to balance both of it. Yeah. But anyway, so that's gonna happen. Real estate. Um, we got to get to the real estate. Yeah, stuff. sure. Sure. I, I I need some game on the real estate stuff. So. I got so much money. I dumped. I dumped a bunch of money into stocks. Yeah. In the last two weeks. Nice. It's tanking. No, well, not, uh, it's tanking. Remember, you right don't now, lose the, money unless you pull it out. You're right. But the stock market right now is a little bit garbage. Crypto is very. It's so volatile. It is volatile. Yeah. Yo, I kid you not. I looked at it right right before we started. Twenty percent drop. Yeah. What the fuck? Damn. Give me the game on real estate. 
Yeah. So with me, um, so as you guys know, I, I'm, I'm really big into real estate. You know, I bought six properties this year alone. And Jeez. that's why when that girl said that stupid shit about, oh, Myron, yeah. you're broke. You don't even want to pay me 10K a month. And I was like, okay, uh, stupid. I, and you're a real estate bitch. Like, you should know. Like, I, Also, I, let me make this clear as well. six. Yeah. I show a lifestyle and I show, like, okay, money. He is a minimalist. He don't show shit. But I guarantee you. It's like people think that he don't get paid. He probably got more money than me. <laughs> he probably got more money than me. Probably. I, I, yeah. I, 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 I think he got more money. I, yeah, <laughs> I, just, I, I mean, my thing is I've always been a hardcore minimalist. I, like, I spend money on, like, food and, like, going to the gym and shit. But yeah. outside of that, and equipment and studio, obviously, right? Yeah. Like, my thing is if I can't write it off, I'm probably not going to buy it. So what I did was I was like, all right. because And I could kind of say how I got into this, what, what made me say real estate. So as you guys know, uh, I was a former special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, right? Uh, I did criminal investigations for a number of years. From 2013, I became an agent. I was an intern from 2010 to 2013. 2013, I became an agent, went to the academy, got stationed in my first duty station in Laredo, Texas, did Mexican cartel investigations, drug trafficking, human smuggling, human trafficking, arms trafficking, child exploitation, every crime you could think of, I did. Uh, RICO case, all that shit. So uh, and then I transferred to the Miami field office. December 2020, I resigned from the government because they didn't like the YouTube channel, essentially, is really what it came down to. And I had to make a decision, entrepreneurship or the stability of the U.S. government. I said, fuck it. We took a chance. We did the pod and it ended up working out great. But I looked at it like, okay, we have the podcast, but I need to funnel this money into something that's going to pay me dividends for the rest of my life because, you know, you don't want to work forever, right? And I just traded in the cush stability of a government job. So I need to create my own stability to some degree, right? Because you can only work for so long. So I was like, all right, what asset is going to pay me back, appreciate over time, and also give me a tax write-off? Real estate. 97% of you know the, the wealthiest people, like all the multimillionaires in the United States at least, have something in real estate. You know what I'm saying? So I started like getting into a heavy. So the first thing I did was I purchased my, my parents' uh, childhood home. Uh, that which they were renting out because my dad was like, you know, he's had trouble paying a mortgage, or whatever. So I paid that shit off. I took it over and started collecting rent from that. And then I just started like use that to springboard and start buying more properties here in Miami. I, I own like four properties in Connecticut and then another two in uh, Miami. And I closed on three properties like a couple weeks ago. So, why? Why four? That's how it started. Okay, so why four in Connecticut? Um, I, I would imagine here you could probably own more. Deals right? are hard to find now. Yeah, so uh, so there's two reasons for why I I, I did Connecticut. Um, number one, my dad's there, Southern Connecticut, so he's able to manage the properties for me and, and do what he's got to do, right? Number two, um, the market here in Florida is red hot. I was able to get two really good deals right before the market like exploded because everyone, thanks to COVID, has been moving down to Florida because they're like, I could work from a laptop. Why the fuck am I in New York City or, no snow? or Connecticut or New Jersey Sunshine? or whatever? Yo, Cheaper? you know what I'm saying? Yo, by the way, it's and I, you're talking to someone just like me, right? Yeah. So in the guys last guys like you that have that make no, crazy money that in can the last move. two, three months, yeah. I've been looking at the market. I'm like, I'm gonna buy something here. Yeah. But I didn't only want to just buy something like, oh, this is my Miami house. I'm like something that I could, you know, create some income with. Yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you, in the last two weeks, I've gotten out of that mindset. I don't think the market is right for it. And it, just yeah. because, because well, not that it's not right for it, compared to what it was literally like a year ago yeah, or dude. two years ago, it's like, it's fucking exponentially increased. Let me tell, tell you how bad it is, Act. Talk to I me. closed on a, on a duplex March of this year, yeah. right? I went under contract for the property at 368 or, or uh, 368. We did the appraisal. It came back as 337. 
So 30,000 under what we were under contract. Yeah. Right. I did a drive around the area and I was like, and it's a, it's a Northwest Miami, a growing area. Like uh fresh also has a property out there. And I saw that there was a big project from some New York developers coming. And I saw that there was a, a, a train station that was going to get built up mm-hmm. there soon. I say, you know what? Fuck. I'm gonna pull the trigger. I'm gonna buy this shit anyway. Yeah. Even though I'm overpaying. Cause I have to come with more money to the table now to, cause the g- bank's only going to give you, I have to put 25% down. Yeah. The bank's only going to give you, 75 of appraised value. So mm. I had to pull more money out of my pocket to do the deal. I did it though. That house, I bought it for 368. Right now, it's worth around 415K. I bought it in March, guys. That's ridiculous. That's, that's what happened to me. It, it's, it's already appreciated yeah. a significant amount. Another property I bought was a triplex. I went under contract for 590 in late June. Uh, by the time I did the appraisal in uh, mid July, it was already worth 600,000. So wow. the property uh, values here in Miami are crazy because everyone's moving down to Florida. No state income tax. It's cheaper to live here compared to, uh, you know, up New York and Connecticut and the Northeast in general. And it's warm. And then the other thing, too, is that with uh, with Florida, um, I'm losing my train of thought. Uh, the other thing as well, what was I going to say? Taxes, insurance. Taxes are cheaper. And then, um, damn it. Lifestyle. The weather. And then there was one other thing. Why the real estate here that I was going to say. Damn it, I lost my train of thought. I'll, it'll come back to me. It'll come back yeah. to me. But in general, guys, oh, thank you. Now I remember. The reason why it's so bad is because everyone is coming down here to buy. Right now, I see investors paying $500,000 for a duplex that makes like 2k a month, which is garbage. You're not going to you're going to lose money on that deal. Motherfuckers are out here buying property simply for appreciation, which is something you never want to do. But that's how confident they are that the property is going to appreciate to a significant degree where they can even take a, afford to take a loss in cash flow, which wait, wait, is wild. So, 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 so uh, I threw a lot plan. out there, so no, no. please go ahead and stop me if you need um, to. How could you tell if the property you're buying is going to give you instant um, Revenue. cash flow? Yeah, yeah. so so uh, I use a calculator to figure it out. Like mm. Basically, long story short, you, 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 know, you look at how much the house is worth, you see what it's bringing in on rent, you figure out what the mortgage and the taxes and everything else is going to be, your debt service per month, and then whatever's left over is your cash flow. And when I was doing the numbers for these houses, I was like, this doesn't make sense. It's $500,000. It's only a duplex. It's making, you're collecting maybe $2,000, $3,000 a month from the tenants, but the house is overpriced. You're going to lose money on this deal because you're not going to have any positive net. Yeah. But investors are still buying because they know that the house is going to appreciate, which is typically you never want to buy. You know, typically have a rule. You know, if it doesn't cash flow, just say no. Just say no. But they're banking on the fact that it's going to appreciate because the market is so red hot here. So it's very difficult to find deals, which is why, to answer your first question, I'm buying property in Connecticut. So I'm buying it because my dad's there. And then also the market isn't as red hot. It's still hot in Connecticut, but I can find far better deals where I'm making a larger profit margin on said investment. Because my whole goal is to use the bank's money to uh and i put down my own money and then i use the bank's money to get into the property control said property collect cash flow from it and then the property appreciates because it's a red heart market i'm earning money and my tenant is paying the debt down so it, it so what happens is over a couple of years as the property appreciates what i could do is do a home equity line of credit pull the equity out of that house use that hundred grand or whatever it is that's that's been built in from the appreciation and the tenant paying it down and then buy another property and put another small percentage down, 20, 25%. And then bang, now I have another asset that I have that's making me money. And like, that was my, you know. Would you would you yeah. ever own, um, or would you suggest owning like, like one of these big buildings with like, I don't know, maybe 
40 units or Hell yeah. like that's the goal yeah commercial goal. commercial is fantastic but the problem is that most people don't have the capital to do it to you need a couple it. m's to do commercial yeah at least oh. in, in miami yeah. <laughs> definitely a couple that's m's. mainly it's like a joint venture between a party people or two people i mean even grant cardone when he does his uh you know shots in we did a show with him yeah. he raises money when he does these big commercial deals you can't fund it yourself so you you get a bunch of investors y'all go in and you know you you split the money whatever it is, but you you buy you do the buy the deal together because it's it's couple ends. The ideal game is to get a bunch of smaller properties, make a portfolio, and then trade it or sell it for a, a multi a unit like thirty three units or forty units. That's like the goal if you want to really make some yeah, money. Right, like right now I'm strictly residential because like uh, I'm working to build the capital up to do a big commercial deal, which I plan to do next year. Yeah. But right now, you know, my fo- main focus is buying duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes because at that point. It's still residential. Cash flow. You can still get a residential loan, um, you know, and you and you can get cash flow on it, and you can still make a good amount. It's just that you have to kind of almost uh, you have to buy more properties to increase the the potential for more cash flow. But yeah. that's what I'm doing at the moment is just buying residential for now. But I definitely want to get into the commercial world because that's where you really make the big money. Big money. So if 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 you were to advise someone who just has like, I don't know, they've been. Working oh, and up. the tax benefits. That's the other thing I was going to mention. You get you can write off right the depreciation, which is huge. Yep, from you know five saying? years. Well, well, a house usually doesn't depreciate though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little finesse game right there. Yeah, there's a reason why, like, like these guys, like Grant Cardone. That's why, no why Trump doesn't want it. Why Trump doesn't want to show tax returns is because you know these guys are intelligent enough to you understand that um, you know you get huge tax tax benefits from having real estate. So you're taking other people's money, yep. buying an asset. Letting that asset pay you money, right? That you didn't have to put all your money into, and that asset that you just purchased now decreases your financial liability that you owe to Uncle Sam. That's how the wealth stay wealthy is by using real estate a lot of the times as a, ta- a huge tax write off. Damn, it, it is that like the after YouTube goal for you for you to be just straight in real estate? Um, yeah, I have like uh like like financial numbers that I'm trying to hit per month just passively off real estate where I don't have to do anything. But you know, I enjoy the YouTube thing. We're gonna do it for a few years. Yeah. But I'm just like setting this up where it's like money is never like uh, it's not a it's it's never really gonna be a thing. Which See, is like I could just go to sleep and it's once you take away the need for money, now you can really create because that need to have to work to be to to put foot on the table. Once that's gone and money's no longer like an issue. Now, true financial freedom means you're able to create and be who you want to be. My, when are you going to get the 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 Richard Million? I'm wondering at what point. At what point you're like, you know, what point? Because it seems like you're really diligent with, and really disciplined with how you treat your income, how you treat your investments, you know. But you're not treating yourself a lot. At what yeah. point you're like, you know what? Man, fuck it. I'm about, I'm about to just splurge on this because I want Lambo. to. And, yeah. and by the way, and by the, you can't say like work st- stuff because I try to do that too. But th- that that's investments. Yeah, no, it it comes from it comes from my background, right? So I, I you know, I, I I'm really big into fitness. So obviously, you have to have exercise that discipline with fitness and maintaining a certain physique, whatever. And then I kind of just applied it to my finances as well. And then also, I came from a very conservative background. You're working in law enforcement. What are you around? A bunch of white dudes that are clean shaven and you know squares quite frankly and i was a square too i mean i still am a square i ain't gonna lie i've never done drugs in my life or anything and i really don't drink like that but um i've always kind of just had this 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 conservative more disciplined mindset just based off like my career how i was raised i grew up in a muslim household both my parents etc so for me i look at it like when i'm going to start splurging is uh, you know i've always wanted to buy a lamborghini it's a childhood dream uh my thing is you know shout out to robert kiyosaki we talked about this and this is my goal as well 
and Grant Cardone talks about this. Once uh, my, I'm able to, uh, I'm going to take my passive income and use it to, to buy the liabilities, mm. not the earned income. My goal is to like not take any of the money that I make from the show or from Patreon or whatever else, my coaching services. I want to take that money, dump it into the real estate, let the real estate pay me some small dividend back. You know, I, I always go for like, you know, 10 to 15 percent cash on cash return. And then once I make a certain amount per month, then I'll start buying, you know, the watches and the the maybe I'll buy one nice Rolex plain Jane, of course. And then uh, an Am a Lamborghini. And those will be the two nice things I own. And from there, I'll be good. But once I, the the the, um, the assets pay for the liabilities, that's my goal. That's when I'll do it. Hey, I could do it now, but I want to wait no, until I hit a certain hey, number first. And hey, by the way, I, I, I admire the uh, the discipline there because I think, you know, especially, you know, me and Fresh, we come from the islands, but also a lot of people who come from the inner cities and, you know, just how, you know, they've, you know, you will ignore that discipline to at least feel like it's one thing with being successful. Sometimes people don't feel it until, you know, you see those things. Understandable, you know? yeah. And, and, and again, you know, Everybody has their own method, but I like that, you know, I've been, I, I, I haven't even thought about real estate. I've been straight into stocks and crypto. And Nothing wrong with you, that either. It's just that you're not going to get the same tax benefits. That's yeah. the thing that kills it with True. the stocks and the, and, and the crypto. And then we, and crypto, I have crypto too. I'm huge in crypto. It's just that my thing with crypto is- It's so um, volatile, man. Yeah. I, I don't invest a significant amount where it's like, I, I mean, I have a lot of money in it, but like if I lost it all tomorrow, yeah, I'd be mad, but it wouldn't fuck me up at all. I mean, it fucked me up. And capitalism, <laughs> when he pulled it out, he got to pay taxes on it. Yeah. Yeah, well, well you know, the taxes comes for everything. You're right. There's no tax benefits. But anyway, listen, Um, you know, yo, I, I, I'm I'm here in Miami. I'm pretty sure we're going to do other content together. I'm checking with Absolutely. my guys here. Let's get it. Um, I just want to say, man, listen, if you guys have found out about me through either two, uh, either one of these two guys right here, um, whether it's Myron or my guy Fresh, you know, I appreciate you guys. And if you guys have found out about them through watching me, listen, we are, you know, in the family of, you know, just sharing entertainment. Okay. Facts. So, yep. you know, I hope you guys check them out. Check me out as well. Are you not entertained? Of course. Let's you know do it. I mean? <laughs> Again, it's just all part of the, like, we're redefining what entertainment is. People ain't going to Netflix. People ain't going to these other services. True. People are going into, YouTube live, people are going to these YouTube channels to watch great content, to Twitch, all that, and hopefully, you know, we can keep you guys entertained. Yo, anything you guys want to um, drop and plug right before we get out of this? Ah, stick it up! Uh, <laughs> stick it up! Stick it up! Right. You yeah. mess with my future! Uh, this, no, guy, um, this guy guys. put a gun on me because I broke up him and Miranda! God damn! Uh, guys, uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, it's Fresh Fit on YouTube. We also have a clip channel, Fresh Fit Clips. If you don't have the time to watch the full two-hour, you know, podcast or whatever, we got the best yeah. parts on there. You can see act spaz out on chicks on there as well. And, uh, you know, our Instagrams, mine is Unplugged Fit. His is Fresh Print CEO. And uh, check us out there, man. And, yeah, we have full episodes on real estate, getting girls. You know, our channel talks about everything, whether it's money, hoes, fitness, everything, man. And, Act, thank you for having us on your platform. It's always yeah, great to it, collab man. with you. No, and, no of uh, course. Yeah. No, of course. Uh, I want you guys uh, – by the way, uh, Spotify rap just came out. You know, uh, Spotify was so pleased with, you know, our placement. You know, we're the number one music. Big interviews you had, bro. Yep. Big ones. Hey, listen, in three months, we were the number one music um, podcast out there. And niggas was, was mad. Yo, I'm, I'm I gotta give you a Don DeMarco for that one, bro. Yo, niggas was mad. Yo, Don DeMarco, Marco, I'm gonna be honest. It surprised me too. I know I have a very supportive audience. My chat niggas, they always rock out hard for me. Chat niggas. But also, I think they respect the effort. And one thing I've, I've learned, and you guys seen it, how many times I've been out of Miami now, man? A bunch of times, man, bro. I, yo, before this shit, I never came to Miami ever. Yeah. But 
you know, I'm always here for the content. I come down all the time. And by the way, it's paying off. So for everybody who, you know, been showing support by tweeting out your Spotify rap, then if I was your favorite podcast on there, I appreciate you. Trust me, it doesn't go unnoticed. For everybody, I got my nigga Leaf over there. For everybody who's Shout associated with me, for everybody at Spotify, they thank you for your efforts. By the way, our last, you know, podcast we just dropped, um, we did it with Young Boy, very impromptu, but Young Boy wanted to have a conversation public. We did it for over three hours. You know me, I'm a long-winded talker, but man, he was down for the cause. You know, he's he's on house arrest. I appreciate you guys for for tuning in and watching that. We have a lot more coming. Till the end of the year, we're not taking no breaks. Nice. Same as us. I know you guys ain't taking no breaks. Yeah, I heard no, you I say, you only, you, like, you know, because you're religion, you're not even fucking with all this, like, you know, holiday stuff. So we're going to be dropping three times a week until the end of the year. Yeah. You know, Spotify offered us, you know, it's in, a, in our contracts. We could take two or three weeks off or whatever. And I'm like, now nah, we're good. No Ooh. breaks on this train. Yeah. Come on, man. We're trying to build right here. So, yo, thank you guys. We're in Miami. And again, this is just the beginning because we got much more content to come to you guys. Peace. Later, guys. Peace.